welcome to the Fantasy Campground. From bug bears and big bads to saving throws and stone giants. How you guys doing today? Hey, man. So how long did that one take? I like that. Only that about good. three and a half hours, and okay. I only stayed up to about 3 a.m. So That's good. I, got, I got a good night's sleep in afterwards. Yeah. I like, I like yeah. it. I had to... <laughs> that worked out great. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to try to come up with a different one every week and use different letters and different uh, D&D terminology. So, yeah. yeah nice. Like yeah. a thing. Yeah. It'll be a rotating thing. I enjoy it. So, thank you guys for coming out and hanging out with us. This is Season 2, Episode 3? Four. Four. This I'm so sorry I can't four. count. Yeah. Episode 4 of yeah, our... I can't keep track anymore. Yeah. yeah. My numbering system has gotten a little... Erratic. I noticed on one of the last <laughs> ones I straight up said episode one when it says episodes two on the title. Yeah. So well, we apologize. <laughs> that was also a thing where we were talking about maybe making it like a around the fire episode one, character creation episode one, and this episode one. And I was like, you know what? When it when it comes down to it, that's the first thing people are going to see is that season and episode numbering. And it's like if, if there's four in a row that say season two episode one, like there no, like, it's going to nobody's <laughs> going to make sense. Yeah. So I was like, let me just keep with the different podcasts for everyone and. We'll just go from there. I like it. I just like it. S S two E four point yeah. three. Oh, I should have done a point system. God, <laughs> messed up. Decibel. Season three. Look yep, forward to we'll season do. three. <laughs> more changes. Introduction, coming. introduction yeah. of the point system. Even more complicated. <laughs> so uh, once again, we're we're changing things. We're making things different to again make it easier for you guys to digest our podcast. We really appreciate you coming out. Uh, I'm going to start off with plugging us. Uh, please keep in touch with our Twitter, at FantasyCG. We also have our Monday night D&D live stream at twitch.tv slash the negotiators, all one word. Where recently Narius was committed into a magical asylum. Look, <laughs> sometimes you have to go crazy to remind people in the group what we're doing, okay? And that was, you know, sometimes you got to do crazy things. And the offer was to let them out, and they said, no, let them stay nah, overnight. No, nah, let's just keep them in there. Little, yeah, do, little was, do they know there's a 72-hour hold in Wessex. That's true. So we, we appreciate you guys coming and hanging out with us for the podcast. We would also like you to come check out our stream. But this week we are talking about... The Fantasy Campground Around the Fire. It's our second Around the Fire of Season mm-hmm. 2. And it, we're going to continue with our class breakdowns. Uh, not so much magic. We left mm-hmm. that behind. Yeah. So this yeah. time... Taking an extended break from magic. Uh, last time we were hitting people with swords and other things, and this time we're going to be hitting people with fists. That's right. Yeah. Continuing down that martial kind of breakdowns, and we go, went from fighter, now it's monk. So The, the monk The episode. monastic tradition, oh. which actually uh, my wife was talking about. She was like, isn't that just a type of cleric? And I was like, Ooh. that actually <laughs> makes sense. When you think about it, it very it's like much an, could be. It's like yes. an Eastern version of a cleric practices. I, I could see. That. I could see you having a cleric and a monk from the same place. Yeah, yeah, so, I could totally see that. Especially some of those new Tashas that we'll get into later. Oh yeah, oh, yep, yeah. So the, it doesn't require you to have a god, which is the big one of the big differences. But it requires you to have a temple or a mon- uh, monastery. Yeah. So yeah, before we get could. to... You, you think you could be a monk without a monastery? Oh, yeah. You just train yourself as a fighter. Just train yourself. Yeah. So before hey, we kid, get too deep into yourself. it, uh, that's what we're going over. Our Around the Fire is monks today. And what else are we discussing in this, this episode? That's it, man. That's it. So that's we're breaking it. it up. We're breaking it up. We're not going to have too much in one episode. We are strictly talking about oh, it's monks be a lot. today. It's going to yeah. be a lot. Yeah. I'll be shocked if this is less than two hours. So... What do you guys think of classically when, uh, if I was a new player and I said to you, I'm going to play a monk, 
what conjures, what images in your head do you think of first when a player says, I want to play a monk? Kung, Kung Fu? Yeah, I was going to say martial arts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I was talking about the show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good, good old David Carradine. There yeah. you go. God, sad how he died. Uh, and moving on. <laughs> but that, yeah, usually martial arts fighter, a lot of hand-to-hand. Uh, the class is literally built to do that. So to we're do gonna, unarmed fighting, yep. yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, that specific mechanic and how mm-hmm. you use that. Uh, we're going to be, we're going to get a little bit more specific into things that I was reached out to by some of our listeners and they said, everything's great, but sometimes we kind of gloss over, uh, lower level fundamental terms Oh, okay. and kind of like what they mean. So some, like we talk a a lot about things, but we kind of gloss over a little bit of what the fundamentals mean. So I want to try as much as we can to break down those little things for you, like how to mechanically use some of these you know, these things sure. in these classes. And so. that makes sense. It, it, and given the breakup that we're doing now of every single podcast is its own standalone subject, I think we can kind of get into the minutia of these earlier things, Absolutely. terminology, that kind of thing, to really help people out. And it might be a new segment, how to play the game. Yeah. I, yeah. That was one of the things I was, one. I was reaching out, maybe like some, kind of like we do the character creation challenge. I was thinking about maybe a, what would you do here sort of segment? Like one yeah. of us, one of us, propose a very specific scenario to the other two and Mm -hmm. they tell how they would how how they would deal with that as a player so that our listeners out there can get an idea of the back and forth that goes in a typical D &D encounter yeah i was was thinking that would actually fit in really good to the character creation challenge itself yeah that would that way we could use the the person who's giving the challenge says, okay, here's the scenario. Give me what your character do. What, Give me what your yeah, character do. Yeah, I like that. And because that way, you know, but, other when I say, how would you deal with her, the first thing you guys are going to do is like, well, what am I playing? Because that yeah. means I can, I can do 10 yeah, your different tool things. Kit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's, yeah, there's something we can think about. Yeah. Yeah, there's a huge swing there from a punch in the face to I alter reality. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> By punching the you br- in the face really hard. Ooh. <laughs> so hard it alters reality. So hard it alters reality. <laughs> Which we'll be getting into here in a little bit. So one of the great things about Monk, um, and it goes into the like feel of the character. So like when you're talking about fighter, um, there really wasn't too much like flavor with the basic fighter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Other than being like you're a guy who fights. You know what I mean? You should be anyways. Yeah. Or wizard, basic wizard is just you're a guy who likes spells and a spell book. Monk really has a lot of flavor starting out, even without subclasses. It really kind of dives into that whole, uh, you're, you're a living weapon. You yourself are this uh, just destroyer force on the battlefield. And you've been trained to do so. Mm-hmm. Like with a lot of other classes, like you can, your backstory can come from a lot of different places. Like with a, with a monk, you're... You have uh, you can be a wandering monk, but you're tied to a monastic order that trained you to sure. be this. There's a this monastery weapon. somewhere that trained mm-hmm. you in the arts, right? Yeah, very, very kung fu esque. So when you're thinking about building a monk, that's kind of where you should. You know, there are ways to play a ranged monk. I would imagine there's no way you know the, the there's game. There's one is really subclass con- that is a ranged monk, right? Yeah, yes, there is one, but it is, it is not. Your first choice ever. Oh man, yeah. I love it. Or even second, it. or even it's second of, choice it's, for it's my favorite monk. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z monk. Yeah, way yeah. of the way of the sun soul. Way right? of the sun soul. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's the great thing monk. about this game is there's 
you know, I can't tell you you can't play like this, and and no. I sh- and I shouldn't say to you as listeners you shouldn't play like this. You can play any way you want to. There's you know, and especially with the way that they've changed ability scores and things like you can you can min max anything you want. So, but I we most of us feel like when you when you think about building a monk, you're probably going to be pretty close into the thick of battle. Like your your character is going to have Frontline a more. Fighter. You're yeah. You're yeah. gonna have to. You're gonna have a First more thoughts. physical way of dealing with with uh, hostile confrontations. Yeah, you, you're not. Uh, you're not tank. You are frontline DPS. Correct. And control. Yeah. Oh no, my. In my first ever DM campaign, that dude built an Aarakocra monk, and by the time I leveled them up to fifteen, that dude had twenty three AC, and I, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't hit. And that he could full, fly, and he could fly, and he could hit me, and it was so bad, it was so bad. He just fly away after he hit you. Oh. Nothing you could do. That was actually Garrett, my uh, first Adventures League character was a monk, and uh, unfortunately, he only made it to level three. Oh. Because we were playing, uh, what was it? Mm, it was the first Storm King's Thunder Adventure Storm King League. Thunder, yeah. And we ended up, my the rest of my group, oh, let's hit this bell. N- no, don't do that. I think one of the other guys in the group translated, don't hit the bell. They hit the bell and it summoned like five giant owls or something for a level three group. And it was not fun. Somebody you got, got thrown off a cave in an Adventure League? Program? Oh, yeah, we did. What an asshole DM! Yeah, that's really that's really mean. <laughs> adventure League. It was it was fun. It was an interesting first foray into the Adventure League stuff. Sure, so, and it was the first monk I ever made. Huh. All right, so let's break them down uh, at level one. All right. So what do you get when I when you declare I am playing the monk? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, one of the first things you guys were talking about the monastic tradition, how you you were trained somewhere, mm-hmm. and the other thing that monks have that go with them that you know a fighter has their multitude of weapons. Right. Wizards have their magic, their arcana. Clerics have their you know their holy powers, things like right. that. Uh, monks themselves also have kind of a magical energy resource, and it's called key, and that is a big thing for all of their abilities. You get uh, that at level one, or is that level two? Uh, do, do, do. Well, I'm I'm just reading off the beginning here, oh, okay. off the thing. It says this energy is an element of the magic that suffuses the multiverse, specifically the element that flows through living bodies. So it's. If you think about a monk in any sort of fictional context, uh, that, that's pretty much a huge thing is key or chi yeah. or however you yeah. want to call it. Yeah. Uh, and, but that, that's another big thing you got to think about is them kind of working with that as they're fighting. Yeah, it's manipulating like a life force almost kind of thing. Very much so, yeah. yes. So, first thing with the monk is you have a 1d8 hit die. It makes yeah. sense for a DPS. Yep. It's, yeah. That's kind of standard for your other things. You're mm-hmm. not... You're not a fighter with your D10. Yep. Uh, but Barbarian you're, with a D10 or D12. D12. Yeah. Uh, but Balance you're not. Yeah, you're not a wizard with a D6. Yeah. So you're not. You're not a tank, but you're not. You're not glass cannon either. Right. I think you share that with a rogue. Yeah. I think rogues. Yeah. Um, mm. Rangers. Druids too. Right. Rangers. No, druids get a D6. Mm-hmm. I think. No, no, it's a D8. Is no, it a D8, D8 for D8, druids? Yeah. So it's just wizards get a D6. Just wizards. Mm-hmm. Clerics also. D8. Sorcerers too. Mm-hmm. No. 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 Never mind. No, Keep going. I'm sorry. No, now I'm thinking of the classes. Now we're everywhere. Sorcerers is going to be way further on, on yeah. the, the around the campfire. Never. Uh, so continuing on. So you got your, your D8 hit die. You yeah. have uh, no armor proficiency. You have simple weapons and short swords for your weapon proficiencies. 
Which is weird. Why? Why short? Do you? Do you? Why short sword? Why is that the one weapon? Probably has to do with mechanics and balancing. If you give them a long sword, they're just destructively. Well, sure, but short sword's a simple weapon anyway, right? No. Short sword is a martial, martial weapon. weapon? Something like that. That's the only martial weapon they get. Mm-hmm. Well, they can do all yep. simple weapons. But I just think it's weird. You're like not a quarter, gonna be a quarter using staff, it. A quarter staff is a simple weapon. Very yes. You know, so it, it has to come. It comes back to that the whole theme of the monk is you are you know it's a monastic tradition. Mm-hmm. Typically in fantasy or fiction and things like that, they're using their simple weapons. Uh, you're not yeah. you're, gonna ha- you're not running out there with a you don't see monks running out there with uh, great swords and great axes and things like that. That would be terrifying. no. <laughs> and when I think short sword, I also think of like a almost like a blade singer kind of thing, somebody who's kind of like very flowy on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. And I think short sword is also finesse, right? No, no. Rapier is finesse. Rep- that's it. That's the mm-hmm. only sword. That and scimitar. Yes, which are both that don't martial make, weapons. Those are both martial. That weapons. don't make no sense. That doesn't make no sense. That don't make no sense. But it will make sense once we get into one of these subclasses later on. Oh man. Yep. It gets crazy. Mm-hmm. So you get your you get your basic starter equipment with uh, short yeah. sword or simple weapon, dungeoneer's no pack. armor, uh, no armor, which is strange for a frontline fighter. Uh, well, the first thing you get at level one is unarmored defense. Right. So much like the barbarian, you get some kind of when if you're not wearing armor, you get a boost to your AC. Yeah. So while you are wearing no armor and not wielding a shield, your AC equals ten plus your dexterity plus your wisdom modifier. Your robes are your. Your armor, the flowiness. I look at it as though your moves are right. Your, it's it's exactly. the idea of it's not, it's not you being able to take a hit. It's you being able to bend around hit. Exactly. So this, your dexterity. It, it being your dex and your wisdom yeah. is you are quick enough to move around the battlefield. And the wisdom is you know, basically, uh, it, since wisdom ties into your perception, mm-hmm. you're able to see what's going on in the battlefield. And to make sense also flavor aspect, wise monk. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a, yeah. You're moving around. You're reading people's yeah. moves and yeah. making sure to get out of the way. For those listening, armor class is not a direct like to plate metal and how big you are. It has a lot to. But do it with, is also. It, it is, is also that's yeah. part of it. That's part <laughs> of. But it has to do with how well you are at not taking physical damage. So if you think about that statement, that can mean a lot of different things. If you're extremely fast, think about Dragon Ball Z. I can't hit you. Nimble. So your AC is yeah. a million, and if you're a literal physical metal tank, hitting you with silver, you know, hitting you with metal objects does nothing. So the idea of armor class goes into a multitude of different things. So that's how the monk can have high armor. Yeah. Yep. So the other thing you get at level one is martial arts, the big hallmark of the class. Yeah. Yeah, your practice of martial arts gives you mastery of combat styles that use unarmed strikes and monk weapons, which are short swords and any simple melee weapons that don't have the two-handed or heavy property. Mm-hmm. So that's going back to those weapon proficiencies right. we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gain the following benefits while you are unarmed or wielding only monk weapons, and you aren't wearing armor or wielding a shield. You can use dexterity instead of strength for the attack and That's damage huge. and damage rolls of your unarmed strikes and your monk weapons. Literally means every weapon you use is a finesse weapon. Yes, every simple weapon you use is a finesse <coughs> weapon and short sword and short sword. Yes, because those are typically strength. Uh, your staff, your quarter staff, is generally strength, but mm-hmm. here it's dexterity. Unarmed uh, attacks are always strength. Yes, unless they are. you're a monk. Uh, so you can roll a d4 in place of the normal damage of your unarmed strength, uh, strike or monk weapon. This die changes as you gain monk levels, as shown in the martial arts column of the monk table. So starting off, uh, unarmed strikes 
Unless you have, I think, Tavern Brawler feet. Which gives you the proficiency is what you're talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't deal a die damage. It's like one plus your strength or something. Oh, like that's that. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's your strength mm-hmm. modifier yep. plus. So one. Yeah. now, now with this, you're starting off with one d4. If you're punching somebody, you get a one d4 plus your dex. in this case dex or strength. You can make a strength monk. You wouldn't be smart to do that, but you can make. Uh, you could. You could. <laughs> yeah. Like Akuma from Street Fighter. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then when you use the attack action sure. with an unarmed strike. <laughs> Or a monk weapon on your turn, you can make one unarmed strike as a bonus uh, bonus action. For example, if you take the attack action and attack with a quarterstaff, you can also make an unarmed strike as a bonus action, assuming that you already have haven't already taken a bonus action. I love this because the monk always has a bonus action. Like mm-hmm. you always have oh, something yes. to do on it as a bonus. Yes, there's never a turn that goes by that you're like, I won't take my bonus action. Right. Like like your my your paladin turn will is go full. many turns without like. Oh yeah. I had Absolutely. to build a. I had to multi-class him as a blood hunter so that I would have more options. So you can do to something. Do, so I could do more things <laughs> as a bonus action. Same with cleric. There's, I yeah. mean, well, cleric's got a couple spells that that kind of help me out in that. Healing mm-hmm. word. Yeah. Well, the spiritual weapon really is. Oh, like, that yeah, yeah. That's your big. That's your big. Yep. That's your big. But that costs a whole spell. This it costs is, a spell. I smack yeah. you with my quarterstaff, and then I punch you as a bonus action. Yeah. It's not going to do too much That's damage right. until later on yeah. when and your then, martial arts die goes up. And later on, and also, then, there's then, a lot of bonus action. And then you're just assaulting things later. Yep. Yeah. So uh, certain monasteries use specialized forms of monk weapons. For example, you might use a club that is two lengths of wood connected by a short chain. This is amazing. Also called a nunchuck. This is the first foray into kind of like what Atasha's is, is like... Hey, you want to use some cool weapons that aren't in this book? Mm-hmm. Use it, and then use the the stats for club if it's <laughs> nunchucks or yep. You know, if you want to use shurikens, it's a throwing dart, but mm-hmm. it's for you, it's shurikens. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice. Yeah, or a sickle with a shorter, straighter blade called a kama. They got a few other sure. uh, definitions in here, and it's basically just uh, letting you and the DM know that if you want to say flavored up, my mo- monastic order uses this special type yeah. of weapon, and we're just gonna. Fl- uh, flavor a simple weapon that's already there yeah so that, it. that's it for martial arts so that die that martial arts die that you deal will end up going up quite a bit it starts off at 1d4 at fifth level goes up to 1d6 mm-hmm. 11th level 1d8 and then 17th level 1d10 so do you those also coincide with something else is that also cantrip damage level up is 6 11 and what was the other one? Seventeen? Uh, no, I think five. I think five no, it's, is yeah, it's five, eleven. Yeah. yeah, I think that's on the so same part. It, it it's does, pretty close. It's yes. around that time. Yeah, really, you're, this is your cantrip. This is something you're exactly. using every turn that yeah. you, you want. You know, mm-hmm. this is your your bread and butter. Very much, yeah, yeah. So that that is level one. Level two is the key that we were talking about earlier. The key. That's I where key. It. Yeah, that's where key. <laughs> that's where that key points comes in. Yeah. So your your access to this energy is represented by a number of key points. Your monk level determines the number of points you have, as shown in the key points column of the monk table. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can spend these points to fuel various key features. <laughs> it's be- pretty much it's it's your battle maneuvers. Whoever wrote that for wizards, key features. Key features. Yeah. they yeah. wrote it and they were like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Sorcerer uh, points. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Battle master points. Your yeah. special resource. Yeah, it it's is, a common theme. Yeah, it is D&D. your your special resource. So you start knowing, uh, you spend these key point uh, for key these key points for key features. <laughs> you start knowing th- three such features: flurry of blows, patient defense, and step of the wind. Mm-hmm. You learn more key features as you gain levels in this class. 
when you spend a key point, it is unavailable until you finish a short or long rest, at the end of which you draw all of your expended key back to yourself. You must spend at least 30 minutes of the rest meditating to regain your key points. So, so for this podcast, I went up. We, we were talking earlier about the 45 minutes, hour, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I actually looked up short rest. It is at least an hour. Yes. Is what it says in the book. Raw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think in our own game, we've kind of said, you know, 45 minutes is what it 45 takes. 45 minutes, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's theater of the mind at that point. You're, after, you're out of a battle. You know, if it's 45 yes. minutes to an hour, like, as long as you express, hey, I'm taking a short rest. Again. And if you're a monk, you express, hey, I'm going to spend 30 minutes meditating to get back my key points. Mm-hmm. That way, the DM could be like, all right, now you're going to get attacked at minute 25. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> They're all, you know, it all gets to the minutia of when the DM wants to fudge with you. Yeah. Like, like it's like, all right. You yeah. Know? Also, it, you know, if you're in some place where a short rest makes sense, but meditating doesn't, uh, where, you know, like you, you a, can't. A like plane a, of hell. Yes. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think of like specifically like a crumbling mountain. That, or like, inside a place that has layer actions of madness, mm-hmm, that kind of thing. You're yeah, not going to yeah. sit back and meditate. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to get going. Yeah, you but. could sit there actively watching the whole time and yeah. get your short rest, but you're not going to get those key points. No. Back, so. Some of your key features, <laughs> whoever wrote this for Wizards had a great time with, with this. puns. Some of your key features require your target to make a saving throw. The saving throw is basically, like other saving throws, it is 8 plus your proficiency bonus plus your wisdom modifier. Plus your wisdom modifier, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Pretty much par for the course for everything else. Yeah. Uh, so Makes at, sense. Before I get into the features, I'm just going to start at level 2, you start off with 2 key points. So give, me a, give me like a roughly, I mean you don't have to go through every level, but like when are the big level ups on key points? Is it your monk level? It equals your monk uh, so level, right? Pretty much, it equals. No, it does exactly equal your monk level. Yeah. So, so eleven, a level eleven monk has eleven key points. Mm-hmm. Uh, level eighteen has eighteen key points. Level twenty has twenty. Right. Uh, so, of the three features you get at level two, flurry of blows. Immediately after you take the attack action on your turn, you can spend one key point to make two unarmed strikes as a bonus action. Yeah, powers up your bonus action. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're get, you you already have that one free pop as yeah. a bonus action. Yeah. Now you get two, but you have to spend a key point to do it. Yeah. Uh, you also have patient defense. You can spend one key point to take the dodge action as a bonus action on your turn. Which is something the rogue can do naturally? No, it cannot. Who not there some class it, that can do no, that naturally? No, it cannot. Monk is the only one. Monk is the only one by yes. spending a key point. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So dodge is a huge thing. Dodge, it's an action. It's an action, yeah. and it basically you mm. are stopping, you are studying everything that's going on so you can make hitting you harder. Getting ready. And basically what that does is anyone that attacks, for some of the new people out there, anyone that attacks you after you take the dodge action has disadvantage on their attacks, which means 2d20 take the lowest. Your dodge action lasts until the start of your next turn. Correct, yes. Yeah. So anything Uh, that goes for the entire round would be effective. Yeah, anyone that attacks you physically, yes. But you get to do it for a bonus action here with one key point. Yeah. Which means so. you get to pop someone in the face and mm-hmm. get ready for the That's retaliation. Right. Get ready for the retaliation. Yeah. <laughs> Hit them hard enough that you bring their attention yeah. to you and then take... Now, you know, it's kind of like the opposite of... What is that barbarian? The uh, the reckless attack. Reckless attack. Yeah, where you're like, it's come like, I'm get gonna, me. I'm going to attack <laughs> you and then you can have advantage hitting me. That's this right. This is like, I'll attack you and give you disadvantage hitting me. Yes. That's right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So then the, the third one that you get at level two is Step of the Wind. You can spend one key point to take the dis- disengage or tat dash action as a bonus action on your turn and your jump distance is doubled for the turn weird flavor of the jump distance thing yeah so a little why do you think they threw that in there it's just a monk thing 
just jumping. So yeah, a little bit more elaboration for a key point when you're in direct combat with another another character, your monk can spend a key point and not get attacked by the character for moving away from it. In D&D, there's a penalty called an attack of opportunity whenever you decide, I want to run away from this character when you're in physical combat with yeah. it. Exiting somebody's range of melee. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty much five feet standard Usually. for most yeah. for most scenarios. It varies, but... Yeah. So when you play the monk, you can spend a key point, just like the rogue can as a bonus action, you Some can rogue. disengage... And, and jump away from it. So that's super huge because now you have the bonus. You can disengage as a key point and jump away even further. But it takes your bonus action when huh. the monk's big deal is being able to hit on their bonus action. So there's a lot of things it can do with its yeah. bonus action. Big, it's, basically, it's saying that there's a lot you can do with bonus actions, like you said. Like so this to, quick, is just, to quickly summarize, as a monk, you have a lot of flexibility, especially in movement when you're in physical combat, yeah. whereas a lot of characters don't. Yeah, your the, health is low. Get the fuck out. Yeah. The yeah. the other thing of this is, it's level two, and you can dash as a bonus action. Mm. So if you are in a level two chase, chasing someone down the street and they're getting away from you, you don't they have away. slow, and you don't have haste at that level. So the monk can dash as an action. So that means they double their speed, mm-hmm. and then double their speed again. Yeah. Oh, is that how that works? Uh, as a bonus action. Yeah, three times. Mm-hmm. Triple their That's speed. Oh. Quick feet. A tabaxi monk. What's what's that ability called? What is it? Uh, that is step of the wind. Step, step of, the of the wind makes sense. Yep. Can you imagine a tabaxi monk step of the wind? I think there's a yeah. lot of tabaxi monks. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably a very also also the monk. the next thing you get level two tying into that is unarmored movement. Your speed increases by ten feet while you are not wearing armor or wielding a shield. This bonus increases when you reach a certain monk levels as shown in the monk table. At ninth level. You gain the ability to move along vertical surfaces and across liquids on your turn without falling during the move. So at level, that's at level two. You start off, you get an extra ten foot bonus yeah. to your movement if you're not wearing it, armor or a shield. So that's ten feet until you hit level six. Then it's fifteen. At level ten, it's twenty feet. Fourteen is twenty-five feet, and eighteen it's thirty feet. So at level eighteen, you are basically dashing as normal movement yeah yeah your your battlefield maneuverability is it's matched by none i don't think there's a single other class that can do these kind of things so if you're if you're a basic race and you're not a small race it's 30 feet uh, it's 30 feet usually 30 feet of movement plus the 10 plus the 10 so you're at 40 uh you take the dash action for your turn that's going to be 80 and then you take step of the wind with your key point for your bonus action to dash again (laughs) And that's, you're 120, in the next that's 120. Yeah. So that's 120 feet in one turn. Just that's how I saw. There was a build that I saw online that they can get to like 920 feet per turn with boots of speed. And <laughs> you have to redraw the map mid movement. Well, they become the flash at that point. Yeah. Yeah. You just punch through. Uh, hopefully, they're not altering timelines and making everything worse. Reverse flash. They always do. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the, the other cool thing is at level nine, you can run up a wall and you can run across water. The running across water thing is cool. That gives it that whole, like, uh, what was that movie from the 80s, Great American Superhero or something, where the guy learns how to run on water? You remember what I'm talking about? <laughs> I don't actually. No. Well, that's, a, that's a very common, uh, like, wushu film thing. Yeah. Is, you know, running across the water and stuff. <laughs> 
the the key feature to the the key term in there is during the move. So you cannot stop on a vertical surface. You cannot water, stop on the water. Makes sense. Uh, you have to keep going. So if you run out into the ocean for a turn, you're going <laughs> to fall into it at the end of it. Yeah, you can't just run across the ocean. Oh, logic. You're fucking legless <laughs> on snow. Yep. Well, so that means that any kind of river, no problem. As long as it's uh, less than 120 yeah, feet. exactly. As long as it's yeah. width is not shorter, is not longer than your movement. Yeah. So that's it for level two. Level three, <laughs> you get your monastic tradition. Uh, so monastic tradition is the subclass. It's the subclass. Yeah. So it's your yeah. your fighter's version, you know, champion, battle master, cavalier, things like that. Yeah. Uh, to arcane traditions. Which we will get into after this, uh, after we go through the basic features that the monk has. Uh, level three, you also get deflect missiles. You can use your reaction. So if something happens that's not on your current turn, like somebody else is attacking, uh, you can deflect or catch the missile that is shot at you when you are hit by a ranged weapon attack. Yeah. By missile just means anything flying through the air towards Projectile. You. Yes. Projectile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you do so, the damage you take from the attack is reduced by 1d10 plus your dexterity modifier plus your monk level. Love it. So Love at, le- it. at level three, that should probably be uh, a dex modifier of three, a monk level of three, Plus a D10, so you can potentially average do six. six so yeah. a 12. Mm-hmm. You're averaging 12 less points from... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, if you reduce projectile. the damage from the projectile to zero, you can catch the missile if it is small enough for you to hold in one hand, and you have at least one hand free. If you can catch the missile in this way, you can spend one key point to make a ranged attack with the weapon or piece of ammunition you just caught as that's part right. of the same reaction. And that's going to make you want to do that every time. Catch it. <laughs> like, I don't yes, think there's right. ever going to be a time where you're like, I'll reduce that damage. How much by? Oh, okay. I bring it to zero. Yeah. I'll yeah, just I'll let be, it drop. No, 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 no. You're well, going to be catching I, that and throwing if it you're, back. If you're out of key points for whatever reason, I could see that. Or if you're trying to conserve them. Sure. Uh, or if but, you're just trying to be a badass and just drop yeah. it, mic drop style. Yeah, yeah. Drop it while you're looking at them. Uh, so y- you make this attack with so this, per- in- this includes bullets yes <laughs> also it just says a, a a ranged weapon attack yeah if someone fires a bolt from a ballista, a ballista. at you that's as long as your body yeah. you can catch it you can't throw it back but you can catch it because it's bigger than one hand yes can hold anything I'm but just, I'm imagining the cartoon moment where you grab it put up your spin hand and stop it and throw it <laughs> So when, when you do the retaliation, the throwing it back at them, this attack, uh, you make this attack with proficiency, regardless of your weapon proficiencies, and the missile counts as a monk weapon for the attack, which means it uses your martial arts die, whatever it is, yeah, and it uses your dex bonus, no matter what they shot at you. <laughs> so that's fun. That poor archer. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, a monk is like going to find archers and just pissing them off. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, like a hand crossbow is like a 1d6. 1d4. Uh, 1d4. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they catch it and they throw it back at you all with become, more oomph yeah, than exactly. you shot it at. Yeah. Exactly. You become so. a better archer than the archer. Fucking rangers. Very much. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Uh, after that is you get your ability score improvements, much like every other yep, class. Yeah, eyes. Unlike fighter, you don't get a shitload of these. No. Uh, it's at 4th level, 8th level, 12th level, 16th, and 19th. Yeah, that's the same as cleric, same as paladin. That's, that's, the, that's the run of the mill. Pretty, mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much yeah. everything except for fighter and rogue. I think. I think fighter and rogue, yeah. are the only ones that kind of get extra. 
So that's your fourth level ability score improvement. Uh, uh-huh. Also at fourth level, you have slow fall. Beginning at fourth level, you can use your reaction when you fall to reduce any falling damage you take by an amount equal to five times your monk level. Yeah. The flavor of, of just even an unsubclassed monk is mm-hmm. crazy. Oh, yeah. The catching missiles, the falling easier, yeah, running right. on water. Yeah, this is very jetly stuff. Here. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. It's cool. And I love that. So that's at fourth level, you get that. Five times your monk level, that's 20 damage reduced from a fall. So you could jump. Uh, when you fall, falling damage is usually 10 feet is 1d6. Yeah. And then 1d6 for every 10 feet after that. You could fall off of like a two-story building and just nothing. 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 Don't, don't even worry about yeah. it. And that only goes up later on. Five times your monk level exactly. at level 20 is 100 damage. It also makes sense for the running up walls if you end up having to fall. stop your movement. You're okay. You're all right. You could run up a wall to punch somebody that's up there yeah. and then just let Jump. yourself fall yeah. back down. Yeah, you're fine. Fuck you, I'm a monk. Yep, pretty much. Uh, that's, that's it for level four. Level five, you get extra attack. You can attack twice instead of once whenever you take the attack action on your Love turn. Love it. Love so that, that's it. pretty fighter. much, that's yeah. pretty standard. Yeah. Fifth level fighter. Yeah. At fifth level, you also have stunning strike. You can interfere with the flow of key in an opponent's body. When you hit another creature with a melee weapon attack, you can spend one key point to attempt a stunning strike. The target must succeed on a constitution saving throw or be stunned until the end of your next turn. I like this because you don't have to say you're doing it before the hit. I like it because it's like you don't have to waste a key point and miss. No, you shouldn't. You know it, sh- I mean? it shouldn't cost you. No. So as soon as you know you hit, you can be like, okay, now I'll spend the key point strength. and exactly. we're going to try to stun it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I like the flow for anybody who yeah. ever watched Avatar. This is like the idea of hitting those pressure points that just completely stun someone. Right. You hit yeah. someone Kill and Bill. you shut down there. Yeah, Ex- yeah exactly. Yeah. Same Five finger thing. open bomb exploding yes, heart thank tip. you. Yeah. So. For the men. Yeah, it specifically says when. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sp- cartoons are cool. <laughs> cartoons are cool. I'm so glad they're bringing that back and they have a whole fucking universe. I'm so mm-hmm. fucking happy. So, yeah, that's uh, it, it specifically says when you hit. So there's no wasting that. It's just as soon as you hit, you say yeah. you're going to use it. Uh, so that's it for level five. Level six, you have key-empowered mm-hmm. strikes. Your unarmed strikes count as magical for the purpose of overcoming resistance and immunity to non-magical attacks and damage. Crunchy shit. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, overcoming resistance to non-magical weapons, which a lot of creatures start having around that level. And uh, it's also... Great because that is in the unsubclassed monk. Like that's just something the monk. Had, yes. Yeah. When a lot, a lot of other classes have that as a subclass feature. So it's nice. Yeah. Or you have to buy a magical weapon. Or you got to buy a magical weapon. So and, and it's these fists are magical. Exactly. <laughs> punch ghosts. <laughs> ghosts. A punch a ghost in the face. Fucking punches ghosts. Piss off ghosts. So that's level six. Level seven. You have evasion. For those rogues out there, this might sound familiar. Right, exact same. Your instinctive agility lets you dodge out of the way of certain area effects, such as a blue dragon's lightning breath or a fireball spell. When you are subjected to an effect that allows you to make a dexterity saving throw to take half damage, you instead take no damage if you succeed and half on a fail. Love it. This, to me, makes them... Great feature. Almost, almost broken. I don't know. I think uh, it, I think it solidifies so themselves as crazy. a frontline DPS because rogues, oh, man, monks get the same thing. So, it, any kind of 
fireball that's coming at the frontline fighters, tanks, all that. These guys are going to have to deal with that also, rogues and monks. So giving them it, both the same kind of thing. And, and, and if you think about sense. it from that, that frontline perspective, where the rogue and the monk are the ones who are running around the front line, yeah. the tanks, your barbarians, your fighters, they don't have this. No. So they are going to take the brunt They're of the that lightning breath or that fireball, yeah. whereas the monk and the rogue should be moving around too much yeah. for mm-hmm. it to hit them full force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're trying to avoid the splash. Mm-hmm. It also makes sense that, you know, the monk fucking backflips out of the way. It becomes yeah. so hard to hit him later on. <laughs> it becomes so fucking hard to hit him. Their AC becomes 20 plus and they have evasion. I don't know. I don't like, think their AC becomes 20 plus. If they built their... They might built might their have to do right. a high level monk dex level. character I might, creation. Dex, I, might have to, I might have to see that out. Dex, a dex-based AC yeah. monk. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's that's your level seven evasion. Level seven, you also get stillness of mind. You can use your action to end one effect on yourself that is causing you to be charmed or frightened. So now you get into you can't even affect him mentally. Oh, you can. Yes. They have to waste a turn getting rid of that's, it. That's yeah, that's the so thing. So I think that's yeah. a good trade off. Whereas they got to shake it off. Yeah, elves can't be charmed just shake it off because yeah. they're elves. Shake it off. Um, paladins have a feature where they have a, a anti a, an anti fear aura. Yeah. Uh, later on, I think it's one paladin subclass that has a, or is it? You're a paladin, is it? No, it's yeah. just all paladins. It's, it's all, all paladins. paladins. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's an aura everyone thing. around you just yeah. doesn't just, get afraid. We just beam. Yeah, yeah just paladins beam. are the aura class. Yeah. yeah. But here you have to, like you said, you have to take an action. It's the only to reason I'm still in the group. <laughs> <laughs> Does he still give off that boat that saving throw bonus? All right, drag him along. Right. Yeah. Get that snail in the bag. Let's go. I, I love that. <laughs> I fucking love that. It was. Okay, we turned him into a snail. We have to go and do... We're going to take him somewhere. And okay, you guys need to make a save. Well, Narius is here. Does he, Do we still get the bonus from his thing? You mean no. the snail in the bag? No, you don't. <laughs> well, he's within 10 feet. Yeah, then you leave him in the asylum and walk off and you're doing something else. You're like, oh, wait, we get we get the plus three to our saves, right? No, no, you don't. He's at the bottom of the fucking dungeon. My wife was so mad. That she got outvoted on that. She's like, I can't believe that I did not convince them to leave you there. She was so bad. She's like, I hey. never lose arguments. The look, yeah. the look on her face yeah. when Velst was like, I take the rope that Kate gives me. I'm wrapping her on my hands. And everyone's like, oh, he's going to tie him up. He's like, I wrap the rope around his neck and squeeze. <laughs> and the look on her face was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you're, you're, you're garroting him instead of tying him up. Yeah, well. You know, we turned it up a notch last yeah. episode. Clerics, <laughs> just just this one super murdery one. There's a reason I keep losing my magic. <laughs> Very much so. So the stillness of mind, level seven. You don't get anything else from base monk until you hit level ten, which is purity of body. Your mastery of the key flowing through you makes you immune to disease and poison. Yeah, a little druidish, right? Mm-hmm. Also, a it's nah. I think it makes sense because you got... does make sense. Yeah, you have the flavor of monks just having total control over all the systems mm-hmm. in their body. Yeah, the seven yeah. chakras are aligned. Very, yep. Yeah. So they just push the poison back out the snake Absolutely. bite or whatever. Yeah. Yep. And they never get sick. Well, yeah. They just live off water and energy. So Is, it, is that the one where you don't need food or water either? Or is that later on? No, well, that's a, I okay, think that's a subclass. Bad. Uh, level 13, you have Tongue of the Sun and Moon. You learn to touch the key of other minds, uh, with consent, I hope, so that you understand all spoken languages. Mind rape. Yes. 
Moreover, any creature you can it's a understand. Band name called it. Yeah. Uh, moreover, any creature that can understand a language can understand what you say. So this is up there. What is this? Seventeen? Isn't it? Thirteen. Thirteen. That's up there, so man. Thirteen. Yeah, you can converse with people. That's up there. That don't even speak. So you don't, you don't need give a shit about languages at that point. For yes. Yeah. Yeah. What language do you speak? Uh, yes. Dude, there's all. Dude, there's always <laughs> some high level uh, ability that you're like, really? That's what I get. I waited. I don't know. That's pretty good. Being able to talk to everybody at any time mm-hmm. for any reason. I think by then you pretty good. I, I, I think by then you have languages pretty much figured out for the group. I, we could argue that, but I think more Maybe. than likely you've got. I mean, it's around that fit. level for sure. Right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. You might be the one to do it. Like yeah. it, it might be your character that. Figures I don't know out if I. Yeah. As a DM, I might kind of like yes, you can reach out and touch the key of well, someone. That's just, but that's just you spoken can, languages. You and can convey ideas. Languages. That's not written. So even if you're yes. able to speak to the giant, if you come across a tablet written in giant, which yes. is usually what you, you're still screwed. Usually that's where a lot mm-hmm. of your map, that's where a lot of your maps, keys, and puzzles it's a, and stuff. Are it's coming, a lot is where written things. Yeah, that's where right. your language disparities come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's written stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I think uh, I don't. I can't remember what level. I think it's a third level spell is tongues. DMs, and that's pretty much tongues. Yes, DMs out there invent a language. <laughs> invent a language. Invent a language. They will. The group will cover all of them. They will. Somebody will come up with everything, invent a language. That way you can always have that, oh, it's written in Boosterian, and you all don't know that. And enjoy your fucking puzzle. There someone, oh, Just, there's a, a wizard tri- spell somewhere that says trick. you can read anything. I'm no, sure. that's bullshit. <laughs> no, that's literally what the spell says. Yeah. So I would, because of the way that's worded, I would say that as a DM, I would... You're not going to get exact meanings out of that. It's they tongues. would end up being it it's would tongues. end up being it's a conversation funny. of you can get the feeling across. Yeah, it's flavorful. Early family, guy, even if you like don't you get can, even if you don't get like every single word, you're like, oh, this person's hostile to us, or this person's mm-hmm. trying to get us to do this thing. They can't completely understand Stewie, but they get the gist of what he says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flip, so that, flip, bloody click pancakes <laughs> or something. <laughs> click, click, bloody click pancakes. <laughs> oh. So it's 13th level. 14th level is Diamond Soul. Oh, this is dope. I know what this one is. Your mastery of key grants you proficiency in all saving throws. Sick. Boom. Additionally, whenever you make a saving throw and fail, you can spend one key point to re-roll it and take the second result. Which, real quick, proficiency is is that plus bonus for those of you out there that goes up as you guys level up. Uh, What is your proficiency bonus at that level when you get Diamond Soul? Four. Is it four or five? I think it's four. I think it turns five at fifteen, or it's five at sixteen. Actually, I think. But it here's my five. It's five. It's at five. Th- okay. So at that level, so at that level, you have your already bonuses, and then the things that you aren't proficient in. Now you're adding plus five to those saving throws. So anytime your DM says make an intelligence or make a charisma saving throw, you're adding proficient money. Yep. Yeah, you're yeah. Adding, you're and that's your diamond money. soul because diamond is unbreakable. Yeah, diamond, diamond hands, baby. So I got a question. Uh, can you read the exact wording of that one more time? Beginning at 14th level, your mastery of key grants you proficiency in all saving throws. Additionally, whenever you make a saving throw and fail, you can spend one key point to re-roll it and take the second result. Okay, and take the second result. So if you don't take it, do you get a refund of your key point? No. No. I'm no. just saying. No. No, you have to take the second result. It doesn't say have to. It says and take it. It says and take, which is which is the assumptive way to say 
you're taking that second mm-hmm. role. Yeah, there's a few other class features would, and feats and things like that where you when you re-roll, you, can you, take you a have to you can take a choice, but most of them when you re-roll well, fails it, a fail or whatever. Yeah, when so you re-roll it, you matter. take the re-roll. Right. Okay. I was just wondering if maybe you can save your key point by no, no, rolling no. it. If you no. fail the roll, be that like, would okay, be well, so I'm not broken. taking it, so I don't have to spend That would a key be point. so broken. Just, yeah, wondering. That, yeah. just wondering. At high I'm level, there's just all kinds of things. Just testing the waters here. Just testing yeah. it. <laughs> just, I'm just, just putting a toe yeah. out there. Yeah. Okay. So going off of the purity of body from earlier, yeah, and also the diamond is unbreakable, uh, at 15th level, your key sustains you so that you suffer none of the frailty of old age and you can't be aged magically. You can still die of old age. Which how- is dumb. <laughs> yeah. If you don't suffer old age, why should you die from old age? I mean, if your nat- uh, human's natural lifespan is 120 wouldn't that years. Be, wouldn't that be suffering from old age? You don't yeah, your knees don't ache, yeah. but you still keel over at 100. I, I think that's what it means, okay. pretty much. So, <laughs> I imagine it is the idea of you don't, you just eventually meditate into passing and like it's not, you don't, you, you don't end up like some of us, like frail and in a hospital where we just wither. Like you, you're the Luke Skywalker, right? You just pass of. like in the forest by the, you know, and you become part of yeah. the I mean, you, energy of the universe. Pi May, you're 100 and can still whoop people's exactly, ass. Exactly, 100, and you could but still, then you just keel over. Yeah, and it, yeah, one day, yeah, it's not that you keel right. over. You Stupid. just druids can live forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's being a fucking druid. And one day we'll talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> fucking best class. But in it's magic, game. so we'll leave it for later. <laughs> All right. Uh, additionally, as you were talking about earlier, yeah, you no longer need food and water. Yes, this is the what idea. level is this? Fifteen, sixteen, fifteen, fifteen. Eh. At that point, is is really foraging food and water a thing? I really want to make that a thing in the next game. I really want food and survival water mechanics. To, I think are great. I really D&D, want it, and we really should have a whole podcast devoted to like how important you should make that in your campaign. Yeah, it really depends on your players and you. Uh, if if you find that fun, that'd be something to discuss with your players. Yeah. And if the players find it fun, then you have something for them to discuss with you. The problem is like there's backgrounds that completely negate it. Yes. Level one. So with you guys, yeah. you have. Well, they're, they're Marcon, have to remember to use it. Yeah, Markon yeah. technically has the out, Outlander background, so he can find food uh, in the area, pretty for, much. For yeah, and now Doesn't you guys, the area. yeah, now you guys have the magical mansion, which provides food whenever you stay, anyways. So yeah, when you guys are out roughing it, quote unquote, and we're all sustained by Bahamut's love. So well, I, exactly, not, not, <laughs> anymore, not anymore, not anymore. <laughs> he shunned us. God damn it! So that was timeless body. Eighteenth uh, level, you get empty body. You don't theme. have muscles. I do see a simply You can use your action exist. to spend four key points to become invisible for one minute. During that time, you, uh, you also have resistance to all damage but force damage. Additionally, you can spend eight key points to cast the astral projection spell without needing material components. Wait, this is just the normal monk? Yes. Uh, when, you can, when you do so, you can't take any other creatures with you. So you can astrally project you yourself for eight whoop. for eight key points, or you can spend four and just go invisible, become invisible, and have resistance to all damage but force damage. That's the uh, I'm about to die. Peace. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm gone. Or if you know that meteor swarm is coming in, yeah, get out. So that yeah, that's it for 18th level. 20th level, perfect self. When you roll for initiative and have no key points remaining, you regain four key points. Garbage. That capstone. Garbage not capstone. A Garbage. Some really? Are. Key point management is your is your ultimate ability. 
<laughs> garbage. That was a two a.m. Let's just finish this book. <laughs> yeah. Let's come on. Let's just, and, and we've already seen. Anything. Yeah, we've already seen with some of the other uh, when we were looking at the fighter stuff. There's a lot of them that if you don't have this resource, yeah, when you have initiative, you get one back. Yeah, at like level five or something. <laughs> uh, I think it's a little higher than that, but yeah, yeah. I do understand. It's not twentieth, but also your key it's points the, all yeah. come back at a short rest. So. Okay, in that weird scenario where we were talking about earlier where, yeah, you could you could take a short rest but not meditate or whatever. Okay, so in those specific situations, at level 20, you get four key points. What garbage is that? Yeah, that know. is horrible. I, I can't say I really see a lot of merit in that either. Yeah, that is, yeah. That is the worst. So okay. for, if you're looking forward to hitting 20 and getting something huge. Cross-class out of Monk. Multi-class out of Monk. Is Even, what that says. No, don't. multi-class will never get you that twentieth ability. Yeah, so, right. so it doesn't matter. Get the fuck out. Take take yeah. a couple of levels of rogue. Yeah, a little underwhelming that. What's but the, what's the percentage of campaigns that actually reach twenty? Probably close to zero. It's not that high. Yeah, for that reason. So it is a. So we we all agree. Like it is a martial class built to fight and do movement hit move yeah. and all and all kinds of effects Love that happen Love once it. you connect with a melee wep- with a melee attack but as we've seen it's not all about that cuz you also get your you know you can't like be the, you can't be poisoned or diseased yeah. you can talk to anyone like you want to I like the idea of the mind body connection mm-hmm. that the monk has well right that would yeah. i mean right for those I really dig that yeah that's good that's, flavor and that's that lends itself to it doesn't have to be so a lot of the art here is eastern themed monks yeah you know your your kung fu your shaolin versus wu-tang and kind of thing but they don't have to be you can have a sure a, you know a european monk <laughs> monastic order you can have a templar uh, something like a templar yeah, yeah you can yeah, have something like yeah. that yeah in fact there's a specific subclass of monk that would lend itself to a templar mm. mercy no oh. so um, what are, I'm just going to assume, I, I'm pretty sure you went over it, level one, uh, it's normal proficiencies in saving throws is dex and wisdom, right? I believe that's correct. Uh, saving throws. No. It's dex and strength. Oh. Dex and strength. How off the mark is that? The strength. That's kind of like the cleric the having a charisma. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I never understood that either. Yeah, nothing in a cleric's background or nothing in a cleric's repertoire is charisma based. Yeah. Except for the They just throw. threw darts at the board yeah. and they were like, all right, that was that. That's what that one is. You know what gets a bonus to charisma? What race? Tieflings? Dragonborn. <gasps> Halo. <laughs> it's like I had a plan. Did you, though? So, no. <laughs> Blue dragon goes burr. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Opens his mouth and goes burr. Hey, this next one though, this next one has a plan though. But yeah, so when, when we talk about that though, shouldn't it be Dex and Wisdom? Shouldn't that be the saving throws? You would should think, uh, but I think most, maybe because Wisdom is such a Dex and Wisdom are so so used. That's often. true. That would make you I can't keep so you difficult. I can't give you I, both. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah, yeah. If I, make, if I give you that right away, and you're so good at these things, like, <laughs> and you get proficient with all saving throws later on, so. yeah. So that's going to be. Really matter. That is it for the base monk. Nice. Going from there, we have the monastic traditions. Starting with player's handbook. Starting with player's handbook, which honestly, I like a lot. This is the I one. This is the one class I that I was like looking through these, and I was like, these are pretty good. These are. 
still hold up to Tasha's. Still hold up to Tasha's. Yeah. Still hold up to Xanathar's. It's not like Fighter where it's like this is garbage. <laughs> yeah, well, not garbage. Or, well, the, really, the the one who stand the really the big one is Ranger. Ranger is or Wizard too. Wizard, I think. It's mm, all no, the schools wrong. of it's all the schools of magic is PHB, and then it's like all these crazy ones are Tasha's right, right, and Xanathar's. Right, right. so, but this with Monk, it's like they, yeah, they were very really comparable. Yeah. yeah, these are very comparable. I feel like that with Paladin too. To be honest, like I don't. Maybe I haven't done enough research, but I feel like Paladin's oaths are still just as good. Yeah, I can see ones. that. Yeah. So, for the first one from the player's handbook, we have Way of the Open Hand. Love it. This is your. Monk, monkiest monk. This kind is your of like kung fu fighter. You yeah. are just yeah. like your champion is the fightiest yep. fighter. Yeah, this is your monkiest monk. This is your. If you're new to D and D, this is the what do we call a low skill floor? The skill floor is is attainable. Yeah. Yes. Kind of thing. Learning curve. Yeah. Low learning curve. curve. Low yeah. learning curve. Low learning curve. Because yeah. you you still have to worry about your key points yeah. and stuff like that. And you can make it crazy complicated if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So monks, that's any, that's monks of the way of, way of the open hand are the ultimate masters of martial arts combat, whether armed or unarmed. Uh, they learn techniques to push and trip their opponents, manipulate key to heal damage to their bodies, and mm-hmm. practice advanced meditation that can protect them from harm. Motherfucking Luke. So when you take this at level three, you have uh, your open hand technique. You can manipulate your keys or your enemy's key when you harness your own. Whenever you hit a creature with one of the attacks granted by your flurry of blows. So your flurry blows is you spend a key point right. and make two unarmed attacks as your bonus it's action. It's your powered up unarmed attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you can impose one of the following effects on that target. It must succeed a dexterity saving throw or be knocked prone. It must make a strength saving throw. If it fails, you can push it up to 15 feet away from you. Or it can't take reactions until the end of your next turn. No saving throw on that. Which is amazing because there's a whole other key point spending to get the disengage action, which you now don't have to take. Yeah, as long as you hit them with one of your flurry of blows, you can just run away. And you can just run away and get no opportunity attacks because opportunity attacks, like you said, are a reaction that the other creature takes. To you leaving their melee range, yeah. yes. So that's you get a couple of neat things there. You can knock them prone and allow your tank, who may or may not be after you in initiative order, uh, to get some advantage. Yeah. Prone gives you advantage on melees. Disadvantage on range. Yes, because you're harder hit. Yeah. Uh, the strength, the you, can, you can knock them 15 feet away from you. So if you're fighting near a cliff and you do your, you know, pop, pop, and then one inch punch to the chest and knock them off the cliff. Right. So I like these, but I think it's, I get it why on the third one there's no saving throw. It's just can't take reactions. Like immediately negates reactions. But I feel like, that's the advantage of push also is that you're able to walk away without them getting an opportunity to attack. You can make an att- opportunity attack from prone. No, 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 no. I'm saying push. The strength oh, state yeah, push. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, One I of the advantages of pushing somebody 15 feet away is you're able to run the other direction mm-hmm. without getting an opportunity because 15 so, feet is outside of even reach. Yes. yes. The, the problem know? with that, though, is they have to fail their strength That's state. what I'm saying. So, if so that seems like a weird dichotomy where... Granted, push can do other things like push you over mm-hmm. a cliff or push you into a wall or into a hazard or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or push it into range of the tank. But I would say 75, 80% of the time, the push is usually, maybe not in this case because it has that other option, mm-hmm. but normally like when you push things, I know the cleric, Tempest cleric, gets a lightning can push 
And one of the main reasons I always use that was to get away from a melee right. attack. So, I mean, it's super useful if you're fighting a giant who has huge strength scores. There yeah. you go, yeah. Yeah, true. So that's, that's level three. When you take it, you get your open hand techniques. Level six, wholeness of body. You gain the ability to heal yourself. As an action, you can regain hit points equal to three times your monk level. You must finish a long rest before you can use this feature again. Second wind. So it's like a second wind, yeah. except it takes a whole action. Yeah. Same with second wind takes an action, too. Right? Pretty sure. I mean, we just did fighter. Yeah. So somebody can remember. So, second wind is <laughs> a bonus action. No, it's an action. Because it's a long rest to bring it back. It's a pretty big deal. Lay on hands is an action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why wouldn't second wind be? Michael? Hold on. I will Michael. defer to the DM at the table. I, I'm I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure it's an action. Uh, no, it is a bonus action. What? Can I, can can you tell me? Just I just want to hear the words. You're it right. I'm wrong. Thank you. Uh, so I yeah, no, I was I was don't get it very I don't get it very often. I live with a woman. Yeah, so I, I was. Get it very right. often. I was looking it up because there is a big difference. Uh, so this is a whole action to get three times your monk level. Oh, that's a lot better than second wind. Second wind is a bonus action to get 1d10 plus your fighter level. So max at level 20, you're only ever getting 30 points back for second wind. Yeah. Whereas you're getting with 60 a, with a monk. It's 60. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, you know, when you, when you get this at six level. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be 18, 18 points of health versus 16 max for. Yeah. I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah. yeah, I like it. How about that for a dollar? Yeah. I get that for a cheeseburger. Then at 11th level, you have tranquility. You can enter a special meditation that surrounds you with an aura of peace. At the end of a long rest, you gain the effect of a sanctuary spell that lasts until the start of your next long rest. The cleric has entered the chat. The, the, spell, <laughs> the spell can end early as normal. Yeah, your saving throw is uh, your sp- saving throw DC for the spell is eight plus your wisdom modifier plus your proficiency bonus. So what they don't tell you is in the spell sanctuary, making an attack or doing any damaging move ends sanctuary. Yes. So mm-hmm. this sounds great because after a long rest, you are in sanctuary. But just like the name connotates, tran- tranquility. As soon as you are not peaceful, as soon as you make a an attack to something, that goes away. So this is uh, so it, for at me. At most, it's one turn in for, combat. For me, it's it's super flavorful because it's uh you you know you're walking into the enemy compound in the morning. So the the monk leaves the temple and walks into the yeah. bandits' lair. Yeah, and as he strolls through the front door, all the bandits are sitting there looking yep. at him with longbows drawn, and they all you know as he's walking through the front. That longbow looses and it just ricochets off the yeah. sanctuary, yeah, and then sure. a bunch of other people try and hit him, and he's just you know <laughs> dodging as he sure. walks into where he needs to go. Super and he, flavorful, and super flavorful, and really good if you roll bad on initiative. Yeah, you, yes, you roll a two on an initiative. Hey, at least you know for that first round you're <laughs> you should be all right. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you also have at seventeenth level, quivering palm. You gain the seventeenth ability- level. This is your final thing. This is your final thing, yes. Yeah. So, quivering thighs. <laughs> yes. Uh, quivering palm. You gain the ability to set up lethal vibrations in someone's body. When you hit a creature with an unarmed strike, you can spend three key points to start these imperceptible vibrations. 
which last for a number of days equal to your monk level. So at this level, 17 days. Yeah. The vibrations are harmless unless you use your action to end them. To do so, you and the target must be on the same plane of existence. When you use this action, the creature must make a constitution saving throw. If it fails, it is reduced to zero hit points. So <laughs> if it succeeds, it still takes 10d10 necrotic damage. Yeah, it's a big hit. But wow. how weird about the days thing. Like that's like I get it. This is your five point open palm exploding right. heart. Technique. This is literally but this that, isn't yes. this isn't a thing that you can only do once at a long rest or whatever. Literally you can do it is you can have somebody on this every, every all the time. You can have only one creature under the effect of this feature at a time. Correct. You can choose to end the vibrations harmlessly using an action. So you can just like open palm anybody you want and then like up to two weeks later be like, ah, you know Billy back at the tavern? Dead. Dead. Yes. Well, like that's oh, freaking D and D. What is this? It's You're so weird. Sitting there having a. Having but it's a- also weird because you have day. This is one of the only things in D and D that I've noticed that has a day's duration, but still takes an action to do. Now I'm imagining the monk sitting at the tavern. Oh crap! I need to kill that guy. Done. But still, <laughs> like, why is that? An, you're not in combat at that time, mm-hmm. so why would you need to make an action? Seventeen days, you're still going to be in combat. No, this is this is super into the like I said the, the yeah. five point open palm exploding heart technique. I get so it. So there's a lot of that, but I can also see it if you're using this. You know, your monk is now an assassin, so they start a That's bar fight. Fucking, you start a bar fight with somebody. You can't be implicated if they don't die next That's to right. you. You can also use this in a fight on every enemy, and just for your next turn, take your action to end it. The unk, the monk goes to the magistrate. As long as you oh, have, I'm kill you in a week. That's right. As long as you have three key points, yeah, you can use it on anybody. You can use it. You can use during it as fight, much as you and want end during it the fight. very next turn. It doesn't matter. Yes, it doesn't have to be seventeen days. Yeah, so it could you, be you six seconds. You give up your action to potentially kill the big bad guy, and even if you don't, even if they save themselves, it's a shit ton of damage. Ten d ten. Yeah, yeah, it's a big time damage. So that's that's nuts. Yeah. That's, what do you guys think of open it. hand? Like it. It's fun. There's there's a lot of your 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 movie. Monk you ever seen the stuff. movie Kung Fu Hustle? It's a lot of modifying. I love yes. Kung Fu Hustle. And that's what I always think of. It's when a lot I think of modifying. Like fucking yeah. When I think Go. of open hand, I think of the weird. Okay, well you can modify this. Well you can modify that. You know, and yeah. it's like okay, even even. But the, and then when I thought about it even more, it's like oh well, this is a thing where you never want to use a monk weapon. You always want to use uh, unarmed you, you attacks. You never. Yeah, you always want to be using but, your fists. You can use a monk weapon because your bonus action can always be the unarmed attack. Exactly. So even in that level 17, if you're swinging a sword around, short sword around or whatever, any kind of monk weapon, your bonus action would be the unarmed strike. Mm -hmm. And then flurry of blows gives you two, three of them, whatever, you know, flavor wise. So you can still apply that quivering palm. On bonus action. Yes. Doesn't say it has to be applied on an action. It is fun. There's a lot of your, your monk flavor in this. Yeah. So that's, it's your monkeyest monk. Yes, the monkeyest monk. Monkeyest monk. monk, monk, monk. monk. Yeah. Uh, so it is fun. That that is your straight. If you just want to make a straight Shaolin. Yeah. Uh, very. Monk yeah. Very Shaolin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very uh, old school kung fu TV. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, from the player's handbook, we now have Way of Shadow. It values stealth and subterfuge. These monks might be called ninjas or shadow dancers, and they serve as spies and assassins. So this is the first time this brought this up, is that it might not be a monastery that trained you. It could be a group of assassins mm-hmm. that trained you. You could be a ninja. Straight up You ninja. don't have to be a monk. You can be a ninja. 
And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) You're just a group of ninja that follow and call it the way of the shadow monk. Uh, So sometimes the members of a ninja monastery are family members forming a clan sworn to secrecy about their arts and missions. So there there you go. Very Mortal Kombat-y. Oh, I love it. Other monasteries are more like thieves' guilds, hiring out their services to nobles, rich merchants, or anyone else who can pay their fees. Regardless of their methods, the heads of these monasteries expect the unquestioning obedience of their students. Better rogue than rogue. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, No. No, we will get into that right now because at level three, you get shadow arts. So you already have martial arts. Yes. Now you have shadow arts. Now you have shadow arts on top yes. of it. You can use your... What about liberal arts? Liberal arts. It's, that's, that's, that's worthless. It's <laughs> absolutely worthless. <laughs> you go to slam poetry night. Hope yes. for the best. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into liberal arts when we get into bards. You can use your key to duplicate the effects of certain spells. As an action, you can spend two key points to cast Darkness, Dark Vision, Pass Without a Trace, or Silence without providing the material components. Makes sense for a shadow character. Additionally, you gain... This makes me think ninja. Yeah. Definitely. So additionally, you gain the Minor Illusion cantrip if you don't already know it. Weird. That, That last caveat... Strange. It just—it's a quick minor distraction. <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, look over here while I move over here. Yeah. So the problem is—it's weird. The problem with this is you cannot see in the magical darkness that darkness creates uh-huh. if you're using it for subterfuge. Whoopsie. Yes. <laughs> Whoopsie. Doopsie. So you cast darkness, and you, I guess and it's you're useful. blind also. I guess it's useful. You cast darkness on a guard. And you're tower. going somewhere else. Yeah, you're going somewhere else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with. So you have, and it's funny because after that is dark vision. You can cast dark vision on yourself, but still you can't see. Still, can't, you still see, can't see in magical. Still darkness. can't see in yeah. magical darkness. Yeah. You pass without a trace, so you're you sh- you're already really dexterous. So one key means, point, right? All these are one key point. Two cast. Two key points. Two p- two key points each yes. to cast. Two key yeah. points. Two key for dark vision at level three is. Oh yeah. Almost all your key. That is yes. a heavy investment for ten minutes of dark vision. Yeah, but if you don't already have, or you can cast it on somebody else. Or what is it? Eight, well, I guess it's the spell dark vision, right? So that's the spell eight hours vision. or something. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's not so, bad, I guess. No, 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 no. Yeah, if, if you absolutely need it. Uh, then you have Pass Without a Trace. So like I said, you are already you should already be stealthy, and this gives you even more stealth. Low-level monk is hindered by those key points. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's uh, yeah. And then you have Silence. So useful for, you know, you just when you're trying to sneak in the plate-armored cleric into the place and just cast Silence. Oh, that's smart. I didn't think about that, casting it on a uh, friendly character. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's smart. Look at that. We're learning something every day. Look at that. Look at us. So there you go. Shadow Arts. I like Shadow Arts now. That's smart. <laughs> Sh- uh, level 6, Shadow Step. You gain the ability to step from one shadow into another. When you are in dim light or darkness, as a bonus action, you can teleport up to 60 feet to an unoccupied space you can see that is also in dim light or darkness. You then have advantage on the first oh, melee attack fuck. you make before the end of the turn. That's no key points required. No key points required. That is huge you're just dude that's that means you I no longer have to take several. those key points for the disengage you no longer have to shove push that's whatever 60 feet matter. of movement for free but only in dim light or darkness well right but say you're in a scenario where you were so the, guess what i'm using my first 120 feet movement for is i'm going around the room putting out torches <laughs> whoa <laughs> you know what I mean? my first move is i'm running around oh, yeah. the battlefield yeah so lighting is one of those things like we could we could have a t- whole talk about like as a DM. Yeah, we should. 
The, we should have a whole the lighting. The lighting of your encounter scenario should be very, very well known to you first off, and to the players secondly. Like, remember that early in the game, that super hinders a lot of characters. Yeah, dark Is, vision. Can, can they see and shit? Like, yeah. it's often one of those things that gets forgotten. Like in like you say they're in a cave or in they're in a dungeon. Well, every class starts with like an explorer pack or a dungeoneering pack. Mm-hmm. which all have torches in it. But the, but. But you would agree that characters forget that shit. Like, oh, I think early game, that's one of those things that gets forgotten. I don't know. I think early game, that's one of the things that you remember. I think it's later in the game that you start forgetting probably, Okay, game. probably. No, you're probably right. Yeah, because you guys have been like, wait, do we have this? I have yeah. an explorer. Fucking Narius <laughs> knows he can't see shit in the dark. <laughs> I, have an ex- like, I have an explorer's pack. What's in an explorer's pack? Yeah. So, I mean, it's. I agree with you that it's a nuance Mm-hmm. Of D and D battles, but and when if you have a shadow monk in your party as a DM, you better make sure to know whether or not it's bright light, mm-hmm. dim light, darkness. So, yeah, it, for his benefit. Most of the encounters, you know, that may not come come into into light, but if they're facing the big bad guy and the big bad guy has studied the party and he knows that the monk can do this, daylight, he's going to yeah, his entire so, sanctum is going to yeah. be lit, lit to hell. Yeah, yeah. There goes your advantage, buddy. Right. Good luck. Yeah, too too bad you can't quiver my heart or something. <laughs> Quivering his eyes again with it. Ah. So level eleven, you have cloak of shadows. You have learned to become one with the shadows. When you are in a, when you are in an area of dim light or darkness, you can use your action to become invisible. You remain invisible until you make an attack, cast a spell, or are in an area of bright light. If I stay absolutely still. You cannot see me. You cannot see me. That's what that is. That's that's also no key points. Yeah, no key points. Just stand still, you're invisible. That's what toddlers think. <laughs> they just, mm-hmm. I can't see you, you can't see me. Object permanence. So, yeah, object permanence. So level 11, that's... Mm-hmm. I'm not super jazzed about no, that. No, I'm not it's, either. It's, nah, still, it's, a, it's a resource free, so it doesn't cost a resource spell or anything. Resource free and can be used... On the move, you don't have to stand still. No, you can move. You can move. As We're making you, jokes. Yeah, as long move. as you as long as you don't move out of out of the darkness. Yeah, so which this, is nice for sneaking. Yeah. So this is the opposite of Vin Diesel. You don't want to stay in the light. Yeah. Pitch is that a pitch black reference? <laughs> that is a pitch <laughs> black a reference. Pitch black wow. reference. I like it. One of his no, that's one of his rare like real yeah. like that's what a really good fucking movie. Chronicles of Riddick. I love that movie. Thank I do too. <laughs> I fucking do too. Anytime it's on, like, oh, Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> He becomes the king. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 17th level capstone for this subclass, you have opportunist. You can exploit a creature's momentary distraction when it is hit by an attack. Whenever a creature within five feet of Not you good. is hit by an attack made by a creature other than you, you can use your reaction to make a melee attack against that creature. Dig it. It's the uh, tanks getting hit. I'm hitting too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah. It's your frontline DPS flavor. Yeah. Just and I dig it. Dogpile. And now it means not only do you have something to do every bonus action, but you have something to do every reaction too. So you your your turn and everybody else's turns is filled up with monk things. So again, that one is uh resource free. Yeah. Yeah, you use it all the time. That's seventeen though, right? That's a big one. That is seventeen. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and it should be. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Because at that point your unarmed strikes are D10s. D10s. Yeah. Y'all are about to be 17. And you're spending key points elsewhere for other even on that time. Yeah. You, you, I mean you're 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 forced to be reckoned with it, everyone. Mm-hmm. 
A level 17 Shadow Monk is painful. No fucking Fun. joke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Constant damage. So after that, the last of the player handbook subclasses or monastic traditions, we have Way of the Four Elements. This one gets a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, you follow a monastic tradition that teaches you to harness the elements. When you focus your key, you can align yourself with the forces of creation and bend the four elements to your will. True. Using them as an extension to your body. And that's oh, it. And many, we're yeah, moving on. That, yeah, no, that's, <laughs> and we're it. done with that. Uh, many, monk, many monks of this tradition tattoo their bodies with representation yeah. of their key powers. That's a little too much flavor for me, but I get it. Yeah. Uh, so this is your wannabe avatar. It's never going to be literally. As cool this as the is avatar. like when they they made this to be avatar. You think? Yes. I don't know, man. I, I don't think back on. No, it's. It, I don't think they made it because of Avatar, but I, it's. If so you in Tasha's be heavily, heavily influenced by in Tasha's, they talk about magical tattoos. Yes. So that combined with this, I love magical tattoos. I can see that makes a pretty yeah. disastrous. Like, like it's sick. You can be pretty disgusting with magical tattoos mm-hmm. and uh, way of the four elements. So I can wanna, see that. Yeah. Are you are you gonna make striker a a monk now? Probably. How yes. do you tattoo a warforged? Oh, now we're having a discussion. <laughs> it's just going to well, be sharp. Well, it's going to be just, sharpied on. No, it's going to be temporary. Like like when you like when you paint no, a car. Or like no, I, fucking, what is it? Ionized metal? Oh, or you anodized? Did, anodized. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I, yeah. yeah. That's there what it would be. Do they have yeah. laser etching in yeah, laser. Telderon? Fucking gnomes can do anything, man. Yeah. Uh, fucking black hammer's wild, man. So, level three, when you choose this monastic tradition, you have Disciple of the Elements. When you, uh, yeah, a per, uh, decide, uh, ah. excuse me. What was that? What was that? Uh, sorry. Uh, there's discipline and then there's disciple. A disciplined disciple? <laughs> They're all in the same sentence. <laughs> I was just going to say, a discipline requires you to spend key points each time you use it. You know the elemental attunement discipline and one other elemental discipline of your choice. This is where it gets. Noodly, yes, noodles. and I think this is why a lot of people don't like this subclass, like penne noodles, and because it gets very, uh, yeah. you know what I mean. It gets complicated. You got to read things twice, people. You got to read things twice. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you, so you know, elemental attunement discipline and one other discipline of your choice, which are detailed below. You learn one additional elemental discipline of your choice at six, eleventh, and seventeenth. So you levels. only get two, starting off. One is already decided for you, as the elemental. Yes. What is it? Elemental affinity? Attunement. Attunement. Elemental attunement is already decided for you. So you only get one. Yeah. And it, I think a lot of hate on this subclass comes up because it's like, well, all these things take so much key points to do, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, you get one, man. Like, it's not yeah. that mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, it's not that big a deal. It's not that big a deal. So it costs a little bit extra. Yeah. So some elemental disciplines allow you to cast spells. Uh, you cast one of the. You, you have. Chapter 10, you receive chapter 10 right. for the general rules of spellcasting. Yeah. To cast one of these spells, you can use its casting time and other rules, but you don't need to provide material components for it. Yeah. Once I you, look at it as uh, monk is your own, you're your own spellcast focused. Yeah, you're focusing yeah. your key yeah. into that. You're your own focus. Yeah. So once you reach fifth level in this class, you can spend additional key points to increase the level of an elemental discipline spell that you cast provided that the spell has an infa- uh, enhanced effect at a higher level, such as Burning Hands. Mm-hmm. The spell level increases by one for each additional key point you spend. For example, uh, you are a fifth level monk. Sure. You use Sweeping Cinder Strike to cast Burning Hands. You spend three. 
to cast it at second level. Right, because it's two plus the one. Yeah, and then you have a maximum number of key points that you can spend when you cast a spell this way. Three. So you, yeah, no. Three plus the original. No. Five. So it's uh, determined by your monk level. So from level five to eight, you can only use. You can dump every one of your key points. A maximum into maxim, the one spell. The maximum key points that you can use for a spell yeah, is three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it limits them. Five to yeah. eight, you can use three. Nine to twelve is four. You get one spell. Yeah. You get one burning six. hands. Yeah. I can see why into a single spell you can cast it multiple times maybe well no not if you use all your key points that is true so your elemental disciplines start off with because they they list them here's the other screwy thing is it lists in the player handbook alphabetically but really they should put that elemental attunement at the top because you're you're guaranteed that one and each other one you get to choose one of yes so Elemental disciplines are presented in alphabetical order. If a discipline requires a level, you must be that level to use it. So we'll start off with elemental This is attunement. why people don't choose it, because it's yeah. so much reading. The people are just like, yeah, I'm done with that. Yeah. Yes. So start off with elemental attunement and just quickly go through. I don't even think you need to go through all of them. Like yeah, just a few. No, of them. yeah, don't go through all of them. Yeah. Uh, elemental attunement, you can use your action to briefly control elemental forces nearby, causing one of the following effects of your choice. Create a harmless, instantaneous sensory effect related to air, earth, fire, or water. Instantaneously light or snuff out a candle, a torch, or a campfire. Chill a warm, uh, chill or warm up to one pound of non-living material up to one hour. <laughs> Cause earth, fire, water, or mist that can fit within a one-foot cube to shape itself into a crude form you designate for one minute. So all you, flavor. You have prestidigitation. Yeah. <laughs> The elemental, but you can only use Thar- it on elements. It's a, it's a half thaumaturgy, half prestidigitation. Prestidig- yes. It's druidcraft. It's monk druidcraft. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. It does cost you a key point to use, though. But super flavorful if, like, at the beginning of the thing, I don't know if you talked about it, it said you can choose one element or have a mixture of a bunch of elements. Mm-hmm. So if it's a thing where, like, you're talking about with Avatar and you're really into fire bending kind mm-hmm. of thing, you can make it so, like, this elemental attunement, you're causing sparks. You're igniting yep. candles, yep. you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. They let you lean into that a lot. Yeah. It's a cantrip. It's something to be fun. Yeah. So a lot of the, the lower-level ones, so you have, like, fangs of the fire snake. Yeah, when you... Which is actually pretty nice. Yeah. When, you, when you use... <laughs> I would be that one. Yes, <laughs> I would take would that be. one. When you use the attack action on your turn, you can spend one key point to con- cause tendrils of flames to stretch out from your fists and feet. Your reach with unarmed strikes increases to 10 feet for that action as well by. as... Do increases by uh, 10 by, feet. By 10 feet. Which means 15 feet total. Yes. Uh, as, uh, as well as the rest of the turn. A hit with such an attack deals fire damage instead of bludgeoning. And if you spend one key point when the attack hits, it deals an extra 1d10 fire damage. Yeah. It's basically your divine strike as mm-hmm. a cleric. Yep. Mm-hmm. But now you're a monk. Yes. That you have to use key points on. Oh. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. All right, give me a couple more, and then we'll we'll move on. Uh, There's a lot. Fist of Four Thunders, you can spend two key points to cast Thunder Wave. Okay. Give me a level 11 one. Give me a nice one. Uh, You can spend four uh, Flames of the Phoenix, level 11. You can spend uh, four key points to cast Fireball. And then you can upscale it. So at level 11. At level 11, you have 11 key points. So four of it is to cast it. You that can, brings it down you to can, seven. seven. You can upcast it four times. You can add four key points on top of that. So once a battle, you can throw a level 
seven fireball. Yes. That's not fucking bad. That ain't bad. <laughs> fucking... That ain't bad. You're doing some shit. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> scoffing at that. No. Yeah. Okay. Ride the wind. You At level 11, you can spend four key points to cast fly. And upscaling fly allows you to cast it on other people. Yes. So, uh, sweeping cinder strike is one of the base ones that you get at level three. You can spend two key points to cast burning hands. Yeah, that's a flamethrower. Yeah, not bad. Level seventeen, wave of rolling earth. You can cast. Uh, you can spend six key points to six. cast wall of stone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that's a get out of jail free card. Mm-hmm. So it's not bad. Another level seventeen, breath of winter. You can use six key points to cast cone of cold. Sure. Okay. So there's a lot of different things. Look in the player handbook. There's mm-hmm. basically spells and other effects that are all el- yeah. elementally challenged. But that's literally all you get. Yeah, that's it. And you get one of those at three, and you get an, then you can pick a second one at six. Is that what you said? And a third one at 11, and a fourth one at like 17. Yes. So at most, you're getting four of those. Yes. And I think they have four for each element inside the disciplines-ish. So if you really want to lead into one element, you're set. Yep. All right. Yes, that is. It's four per. I just counted it up. Yeah. And that's it for the player's handbook. Player's handbook. Honestly, way of the four elements. Not a huge fan. Not a huge fan, but flavor wise. Yeah, like like he was saying, if you, if you want to do an avatar, kind of avatar thing. style, yeah. or you wanted to lean in, there's like a there's monks somewhere that can apparently like set shit on fire with their hands. Uh, like in real life. So if you wanted to make a fantasy version of those guys. Yeah. Well, there's also monks who set themselves on fire. Damn, man. Come on. It's a cover of a Rage Against the Machine album. It is. It <laughs> happened in Vietnam. So next in chronological order, my favorite, Sword oh, Coast God Adventure. Damn it. Do they have something in Sword Coast? They do. All so right, they quickly. have they have two monk subclasses. Quickly. Two? One, one of which is already co- is covered in Xanathars. Cheese and crackers. So the... <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, uh, Way of the Long Death. Uh, monks of the Way of Long Death are obsessed with the meaning and mechanics of dying. They capture creatures and prepare elaborate experiments to capture, record, and understand the meaning of not their demise. Play this. Just forget this. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is this? Is this some <laughs> saw shit? This is this is like uh, <laughs> I could see this being a, a, a monastic order <laughs> devoted to liches or something. Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. So level three, Touch of Death. Uh, you your study of death allows you to extract vitality from another creature as it nears its demise. When you reduce a creature within five feet of you to zero hit points, you gain temporary hit points equal to your wisdom modifier plus your monk level. Okay, that's no key points. Yeah, I mean that's a isn't that I mean, tieflings don't they get that? No, uh, warlock. Oh, it's a warlock just in general. It's a no, war, it's, it's a warlock patron, patron of the fiend, fiend, right? fiend patron. Yeah, okay. So, but that's nice. You know, you run around, you're smacking people. You get your wisdom modifier plus your monk level of hit, hit points. Temp. Uh, temp hit points is a buff, buffer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, level six, hour of reaping. You gain the ability to unsettle or terrify those around you as an action. As For your soul has been touched by the shadow of death. I thought the way of the shadow Ooh, was edgelordy. I thought the your way of the shadow was no, edgelordy. No. Touched by death. Uh, when you take this action, each creature within th- oh god, sorry, uh, each creature within thirty feet of you that Make you sure can still recording, yeah, that can see you must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be frightened of you until the end of your next turn. Sure, no key points here again, right? Uh, Which is why this subclass should be forgotten. <laughs> 
level 11, Mastery of Death. You use your familiarity with death to escape its grasp. When you are reduced to zero hit points, you can expend one key point, no action required to have one hit point instead. And piss off your DM. You can stay alive. Forever. At level 11, you have 11 key points. If you saved them and your DM is just beating the shit out of you. I'll spend one. I'll spend one. I'll spend I'll one. one. I'll no, spend one. No, see, I no, spend no. One. No, I'm just I'm, yeah. I'm as a DM. I'll be like, mm, you need to pick another. <laughs> Spick, uh, yeah, this subclass is garbage. Uh, I don't like this one at all. No, it's fun. This is fun. You're fucking ridiculous. Level Michael. seventeen. Okay, it's ultimate. This is its ultimate. Yeah, touch of the long death. <laughs> Your touch can channel the energy of death into a creature. As an action, you can touch one creature within five feet of you, and you expend one to ten key points. The target must make a constitution saving throw, and it takes 2d10 necrotic damage per key point spent on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. So, a shittier quivering palm? Uh, the quivering palm requires you to an make... An extra a, action. No, but. it requires you to make, hit them with an unarmed attack, or with a melee attack. This one just says touch. You can use this just... You can touch them. You don't have to hit them with something. Uh, all right. All right. All right. So right. this is out of combat. I just walk up and touch somebody in the bar and kill them. I mean, that's what covering palm is too. No, you have to punch them for it. So you I have mean, to be in a fight. You gotta punch the bartender. I mean, yeah, you could do that. Yeah. So that's it for Way of the Long Death. Okay. Okay. There's two in Sword Coast, huh? Way yeah. of the Long Death sounds like a death metal track name. I and thought Way of the Shadow them. was the Edge Lordy yeah. class. It sounds this a bit. Is, much. This this is the Edge Lordy yeah. class. It sounds I am a bit. Much. So connected to death. Oh my yeah. god. I am a being of dark connection in my life as a pack of pen. I am dead. Very much so. Yeah. So, now that we've covered Sword Coast. Sure. Oh, wait, no. You said there's two in Sword Coast. There is two, but the other one is covered here shortly in Xanathar's Guide. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So, from Xanathar's Guide, our friendly... Um, one of the best books made. Yeah. Our, our friendly beholder here. digging Tasha's lately. <laughs> I think Tasha's is the best book to happen in 5e. It's really good. Yeah, I think Xanathar gives you more. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, so you have Way of the Drunken Master. Uh, Way of the Drunken Master teaches its students to move with the jerky, unpredictable movements of a drunkard. A drunken master sways, tottering on unsteady feet, to present what seems like an incompetent combatant who proves frustrating to engage. Love it. Very we, flavorful. We very all know, uh, drunken master fighting. We all know, we all know what that. movie yeah. they're drawing from. Yeah. Yeah. Drunken yeah. master. Yes, Jack Chan. Uh, but yeah. the, the, it does say here that you are not required to be drunk. Right, you don't have to, to be drunk. Those. It's just a fighting style. Sure. Yeah. I don't know anybody who plays D anD D who's going to flavor that as like I'm actually going to be drunk. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> no, I would flavor, flavor this as you know, Drunken Master Two. Uh, so, were you trying to give up the booze? Yeah, were you not trying to use it as a crutch? <laughs> uh, so, bonus. I'm, de- I'm definitely off the wagon. <laughs> bonus proficiencies at level three, you gain. Proficiency in the performance skill if you don't have it already. Makes sense. Your martial arts technique mixes combat training with the precision of a dancer and the antics of a jester. That makes yep. sense. Makes sense. You also gain proficiency in brewer supplies if you don't already have it. I like how they kind of thought of everything. Mm-hmm. Nice. You also well, have, you're not going to use cartographer's tools as a... Yeah, no. <laughs> that's later. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's later. As a map to my storage of rum. Yep. Uh, also at level three, you have drunken technique. You learn how to twist and turn quickly as part of your flurry of blows 
Whenever you use the Flurry of Blows, you gain the benefit of the disengage action and your walking speed increases by 10 until the end of the current turn. So just like Way of the Open Hand, this modifies Flurry of Blows, Mm -hmm. which I like. And I think there's a couple other subclasses that modify Flurry of Blows. So it's a cool thing. Get used to it. As a monk, you're going to be using Flurry of Blows a lot. You Mm -hmm. should anyways. Yeah. And I like that the uh, Swashbuckler Rogue has something like this where if you hit them, you can just walk away. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah, uh, and you don't have to spend that extra key point for the disengage. Exactly. I'm gonna have to deal with that. A no key points there. Uh, tipsy sway is your sixth well, level. There's a key point for the flurry of blows for the flurry of blows, but the addendum to that. Right, right, right. Uh, you don't. So tipsy sway is your level six. Stupid you c- name. You can move in sudden swaying ways. You gain the following benefits: leap to your feet. When you're prone, you can stand up by spending five feet of movement rather Let's than half ten. your speed. Garbage. What? It should, it should either be nothing or like full, like it shouldn't be five. Like that's like what a conditional thing. Like, yeah. Oh, when you're the, not it, prone. it should be nothing. That should be zero. Considering like, everyone else re- is required to take half their movement speed, I, I think it's nice. Really? Uh, I mean, how many times are you knocked prone? Uh, it depends on the that's, DM. <laughs> I mean, right? That's such a very specific so conditional, conditional thing. It does, yeah. it does make sense with the Drunken Master It also theme. reminds me of that Cavalier of... Uh, Mounting your mount for five speed of movement instead of mm-hmm. instead of half. Ooh, yes, yes, it does. It's like, it's like okay, both are Xanathars, and both is like a flavor thing mm-hmm. for what it is. A drunk guy falls it's down. It's, not, it's, it's no, that should be fine. It still takes movement to do what you're doing. Yeah, it just doesn't it. take as much. I get but it. you're good at that. Like that's your whole thing. That's your specialty is being able to mount and ride a horse. Which it should is be zero takes, for you. And if you're a drunken master, your that, specialty that, is falling over. Which but is why it takes you 10 half. less feet than everybody else. Yeah, no, no, no. It should be zero. It should be a no yeah. penalty for you. It should well, be a huge boon. The other yeah, thing you get I from agree. your tipsy sway. What's five, what's five feet? That's stupid. Let Michael yeah. read. He's getting mad at us. What's, why, what's five feet <laughs> when at this level you have 50 feet of movement or 45 feet exactly. of movement? Exactly. All the more reason why it should be a huge so bonus be zero. to you. Uh, no. You what's guys, five to his, You guys you are, are choosing beggars over here. He, no, bunch you, of choosy beggars. Let the drunk guy stand up on let his the own. Yeah. So the this other is why thing, we're still so, level sixteen. So this he doesn't the, want to give us anything. This is the <laughs> the other thing you get since you're bitching about that one. <laughs> yeah. The other thing you get is redirect attack. When your creature misses you with a melee attack roll, you can spend one key point as a reaction to cause that attack to hit one creature of your choice other than the attacker that you can see within five feet of you. So this is another thing I don't like about Drunken Master is that it's a lot of conditional. It's conditional on prone. It's conditional on you have to have you have to be fighting two things now. So how often do you have those conditions? Like it, <laughs> I mean, technically, if you're a frontline DPS, I guess you can redirect it to the tank, but he's going to hate you after a while. <laughs> if it's if it's a barbarian, the tank should be fucking. If yeah. it's a barbarian and he yeah. hasn't done any, da- he, he hasn't yeah. been rage. able to attack. Sure, he hasn't been sure. able to attack and he hasn't been hit. He's sure. gonna fall out of his rage. Absolutely. There you go. In that condition, Still it works super great. Super conditional. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Drunken master is Fine. a very conditional subclass. So getting off the choosy stuff, uh, drunkard's luck, level eleven. You always seem to get a lucky bounce at the right moment. I love this. When you make an ability check, an attack roll, or a saving throw, and have disadvantage on the roll, you can spend two key points to cancel the disadvantage. So anything. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if you have so, disadvantage on yeah. anything. Disadvantage, uh, so rolling cancel it. rolling two D20s and taking the lowest, you don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Spend two key spend points two key and Spend two key points do and get rid of it. Yeah. Which is great. 
That's the best thing about Drunken Master. Yes. Uh, then you have Intoxicated Frenzy at level 17. You gain the ability to make an overwhelming number of attacks against a group of enemies. When you use your Flurry of Blows, you can make up to three additional attacks with it. Mm-hmm. So up to five. Up to five. Uh, provided that each Flurry of Blows attack targets a different creature this turn. So Conditional. This, <laughs> this is... It makes sense for the flavor of the Drunken Monk. Sure, you're fighting you're, seven yeah. people. Yeah. But so this is very on, much, they right. watched Drunken Master and come they were making on. a subclass like, for him. It's never going to happen. Oh, you run, run yourself into a goblin den or on the battlefield. Yes, but at level 17, right? That's the big one. That is the big one, yes. Yeah, I feel like that's garbage. The best thing is the luck. Yeah, Drunkard's luck is the best thing in there. So this is this is hoping you are the one taking out the the minions while your tank is engaging the big guy. Which is what a frontline DPS would do. Right. Yes. Add control. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's it for that one. Sure. Uh, next is the Way of the Kinsei. Monks of the Way of the Kinsei train relentlessly with their weapons to the point where the weapon becomes an extension of their body. Sure. Founded uh, on a mastery of sword fighting, the tradition has expanded to include many different weapons. So this is the one I was saying earlier that was perfect for Templar if you wanted this, to take it. This fills the gaps. This is the this is the person who's like, I'm a monk, but I still want to fight with a weapon. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 So Kensei sees a weapon in much the same way a calligrapher or painter uses uh, regards a pen or mm-hmm. brush. Uh, that's such wizards. mastery. Makes wizards loves calligraphy. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Wizards of the Coast. My dearest Gwendolyn. (laughs) Stop with the calligraphy. (laughs) So, nobody's writing Level three, Path of the Kensei. Your special martial arts training leads you to master the use of certain weapons. This path also includes instruction in the death strokes of calligraphy or painting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You gain the following benefits Kensei weapons. I like how it's or. Calligraphy or painting. Like someone is like, I want both. No. Oh, both. So give them both. Give it's them never going to come up fucking painting. fine. Yeah, yeah. give them so, both. Kensei weapons. Choose two types of weapons to be your Kensei weapons. One melee and one ranged. I like that flavor. Yeah. Each of these weapons can be any simple or martial weapon that lacks the heavier special properties. Yeah. The longbow is also a valid choice. Correct. Because I think the longbow is technically heavier, right? Um, no. Sure. I'll go with that. No, the longbow is not a heavy weapon. I mean, there's a reason why gnomes can't. Use it, yeah. right? So. Oh, you know, actually, you, I think a heavy crossbows. I don't know, but I think you, I think longbow. I think they can't use it just because of its size. But I don't sure. know if it categorizes technically D and D as a heavy weapon. I don't think so. But, but I could be I wrong. Think, I think I'm wrong about a lot of things because they can use a lance. Properties heavy. Yeah. Oh well. So he, here's here's the here's the interesting thing. It about itself that. is not heavy, but it is heavy to draw. All Thank monk, okay, all monk weapons are like we said earlier, finesse weapons. You use you can mm-hmm. use decks. So. Using well, we'll, it, we'll get into that in a second. Well, I mean, that's the normal monk. Yes, and these are now monk weapons. Well, this is now martial weapons or mar- or kinsei weapons, yeah. technically. So, I mean, they, they it rolls together. Mm-hmm. So the the longbow is also a valid choice. You gain proficiency with these weapons if you don't already have it. Sure. Weapons of the chosen type are monk's weapons for you. Yes, which means so, you can use dex. So you can use dex on a great sword. Correct. Many of this tradition's features work only with your Kensei weapons. When you reach 6th, 11th, and 17th levels in this class, you can choose another type of weapon, either melee or ranged, to be sure. a Kensei weapon for you. Yes. Then you have Agile Parry. If you make an unarmed strike as part of the attack action on your turn and you are holding a Kensei weapon, you can use it to defend yourself if it is a melee weapon. You gain plus 2 AC until the start oh. of your next tor- turn 
while the weapon is in your hand and you are incapacitated. So I'm just, I have a... It's a shield. Yeah, your I, weapon I, is a shield. I, exactly. I, I have yeah. a longsword, but I'm using it to deflect yeah. things. Right, right. Your weapon you're, is a shield. You're so good at, it's at defensive yeah, sword nice. play. You're, yeah, exactly. That's nice. So uh, Kensei's shot. You can use a bonus action on your turn to make your ranged attacks with a Kensei weapon more deadly. So this is what your ranged choice for a weapon attack. Correct. You get one um, range, one melee. Yep. When you do so, any target you hit with a ranged attack using a Kensei weapon takes an extra 1d4 damage of the weapon's type. You retain this benefit until the end of your current turn. Eh. Eh. You know what I mean? Ranged monk is... Yeah, I'm shooting a longbow. Great. I mean... A I d4. Think, I think it's an anti-character. Not what, not what I think like I said, it's, a lot of it's, people would it's play. It's shoring up weaknesses. What were you... What were you what do you think you can't play, so to speak? You can't you can't play a ranged monk, yeah. so we'll make a character yeah. that yeah. you can, you know. You can, yeah. yeah exactly. Also, I mean, you, the long the range on longbow is ridiculous. It ridiculous. is so much further than a freaking uh, your throwing right. darts. Exactly. And you can always take your movement after you fire. Yes. So uh, then you also have your way of the brush. Where you, where you get prof- <laughs> fucking motherfucking proficiency in calligraphy, or you gain. Right. Proficiency with your choice of calligrapher supplies or painter supplies. Woohoo, Basil. Yeah. <laughs> Level six. One with the blade. You extend your key into your Kensei weapon, granting you the following benefits. Magic Kensei weapons is literally the name. Your attacks with your Kensei weapons count as magical for the purposes of overcoming resistance and immunity to non-magical attacks. People out there in listener land pay very close attention attention to this very next line he's about to read. What, deck strike? The no, very next one. Deft strike. When you hit a target with a Kensei weapon, you can expend one key point to cause the weapon to deal extra damage to the target equal to your martial arts die. Wait, no, that's not this, the one I was thinking about. <laughs> You can use what? this feature only once on each of your turns. It's the magical, non-magical thing, right? What are you, what are you reading right now? I mean, that was the literally the next sentence oh, after okay. what I read. Okay, okay, keep going then. Maybe it's the next, next line. Uh, that's another feature. Well, there's a thing where you can make, you can give bonus damage to the weapon. Is that this next one you're about to read? That's what I literally just read. So you can Death get bonus strike. damage. I remember. You could, you could spend key points one to three. I remember and give a plus no, three. It to just says you can spend one key point to cause the weapon. Oh, you're talking about the next feature. Okay, that's three what I'm in the about. next feature. Okay, you're that's fucking what, confusing. I'm man. fucking idiot. Is really well. It's the, we're half a bottle scotching. Yeah. So before uh, with <laughs> the base monk, you got with your fists were magical. Yeah, your fists are magical. Uh, this now, one makes your weapon. Your kinsei weapon is magical. But this is a disadvantage to you because of this next feature. Sharpen the blade. 11th level, you gain the ability to augment your weapons further with your key. As a bonus action, you can spend up to up to three key points up to three to grant one Kensei weapon you touch a bonus to attack and damage rolls when you attack with it. The bonus equals the number of key points you spend. So you can get a plus three, plus three. Yes. Which is awesome, but... This weapon lasts for one minute or until you use this feature again. This feature has no effect on a magic weapon that already has a bonus to attack and damage rolls. So it has to be a basic. It has to be a basic Basic weapon. bitch weapon. At what level? <laughs> at what level does this become a thing? No. this does, So if you have a Kensei weapon, yeah. that is not a plus one, plus one weapon. Correct. So it's, it has to be a non-magical weapon. 
Yeah, but that doesn't that is And then a, you can give it a plus three plus three. Yes. But if it's a plus if you find like a magical plus one plus one sword, it you don't want any it. bonuses. Yes. You don't want it. Because yeah. it's not good for you. That has nothing yeah. to do with the, the death strike or the magic no, 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 weapon no, no, no. like you were talking about. But this about. is what I'm talking about. Okay. Is like there's a weird caveat to this thing. It's like, oh no, I want these I want to go to the I want to go to the 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 bladesmith, the armor smith, or whatever, weaponsmith, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get me a basic bitch weapon because I can make that better than any plus one. Then plus what the power has can, or plus can, yeah. two. Or, you know, f- wait until you can get a plus three, plus three weapon, and then you don't have to spend key points on it. I mean, oh, what DM's handing out plus three, plus, plus Not any one that we have. <laughs> I mean, the, the other thing you think about, this says, <laughs> this says you, you can spend up to three key points, so you can make a plus one, plus one, if you don't want to spend the key points to do that, then get your magic weapon. What level is this? 11. So at level 11, you're not going to spend three key points to get a plus three, plus three? I mean, for a minute, yeah. I'll do that. Unless I'll do that all, all day, day, every day. All but, day. But all day, every day. If, all day. if I already have a plus one or plus two, I might not do it all the time. I don't know. Anybody at a level 11 nope. has got a plus nope. two, plus two. Nope. I have a plus two sword, and it's like it's the Good best luck. thing that I yeah. have. You'll never it's, get it better. Uh, no, my saying, my rose is the is well, the thing it that makes me. For him, he's not leaving. Yeah, he's dying bed. anyway. Hey, spending his let's life not in a jail, fucking so. talk about that right now, okay? <laughs> Narius is in a good fucking place. In a cell, yeah. An anti magic. Can I have some cell? more of that fucking scotch while yeah, I think about how in a good place Narius isn't? Uh, level seventeen, unerring I need accuracy. To play tomorrow. Level seventeen, your this master, is the ultimate. Yes, the ultimate. Your mastery of weapons grants you extraordinary accuracy. If you miss with an attack roll using a monk weapon on your turn, you can re-roll it. You can use this feature only once on each of your turns. Well, that's because of multi-attack. They had to put that caveat in there. That's right. That's right. That's right. Also, it's not a once per short or long rest. No. It's once per turn, which is nice. It's really good, actually. I, I really like this feature. As, as a capstone for the subclass, it's really, really fucking nice. And just a reminder that... The Kinsei weapon that you choose earlier is a monk weapon. Is a monk weapon. Yeah. So this is I have trained with the sword so long, but I don't want to be a fighter. I want more options than just being a fighter. Yeah. I mean the monk and that the monk that ruined my life, he changed he when Zanny's came out, he was like, Can I change to a Kensei monk? Because he was smarter than I was at the time. <laughs> and he saw this well, shit and he you know and he was like, I'm just gonna fucking ruin your life with this Kensei monk. And we didn't we didn't ever reach level twenty, but he like those Kensei weapons, like he dominated me. He was an Kensei's Ara- great. Kensei's he was an great. Arakokra Kensei monk with if a you, sword. If you, I gave him a fucking sword. First mistake is letting him use a predominantly banned race. The Arakokra. Yeah, I let it. Yeah. Well, because Did I'm you hear a about yes, the yeah. owl folk in the new. Oh, the unearth arcana, dude. <laughs> me and Andre were talking about. Could you imagine how? Okay, I like real owl quick. Folk. I like what it. movement would you? I, I, just a real quick question. What movement would you give a rabbit folk as a PC? As a PC, thirty-five. Thirty-five. Are they forty? Rabbits. I think rabbits could move like a motherfucker. No, not I ten. Think rabbits could fucking move like a motherfucker. Any any, any race that has an advantage to moving, uh, even you think five is five, right? It's thirty-five. I think so. I don't think there's any that gets ten. Well, now it does, but it's unearth arcana, so yeah. it's no. probably going to be changed. No. Yeah, I don't. No. I try not to pay too much. No, you're right. You're right. So, last one from Zanny's Way of the Sun Soul. My favorite. Oh, no, nope. Dragon Ball this is, Z. This is Justin's favorite class subclass for Monk. I love. I don't because it requires it. you to charge your attack for like ten rounds during combat. 
<laughs> monks of Six the way, episodes. yeah. Right. Monk, monks of the way of the sun soul learn to channel their life energy into searing bolts of light. <laughs> I love it. They don't even fucking try to play. I yeah. love it. Yep. <laughs> and you're using key. It literally. Is a, I love it. Oh, I would definitely make a magical item, like a monocle. That you could put on that'll measure a monk's <laughs> key level. over 9,000. Oh, 9,000. <laughs> so, level three, radiant sunbolt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can hurl searing bolts of magical radiance. Yes. You gain a new attack option that you can use with the attack action. Yes. This special attack is a ranged attack with a range of 30 feet. Uh, it's a ranged spell attack. Ranged spell range, attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. As it fucking should be. Yeah. As it should be. <laughs> you are proficient with it, and you add your dexterity modifier to its attack and damage rolls. Yes. Its damage is radiant. Yes. And its damage die is 1d4. Yes. The die changes as you gain monk levels, as shown in the martial arts column of the monk. So, so it's, it, it's a martial it's your arts unarmed. Die. It's yeah. your unarmed strike is yeah. now 30 feet long. Yes. And which is... Sick. Yes. Sick. When you take the attack action on your turn and use this special attack as part of it, you can spend one key point to make the special attack twice as a bonus action. Yeah. I mean, it's your flurry of blows. It's your ranged flurry of blows. Right, exactly. I don't see where the problem lies in this whole... This <laughs> I don't see the problem with it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're... You can't, use, you can't use your special key blast... From range and then get your flurry of blows after that. I mean, that is your flurry of blows, right? That's what you're using as as it's a, now a ranged flurry of blows, right? So you have to have somebody next to you to do your attack action. No, yes, that's what, what it says. Again? Wait, wait, am I mistaken in this? So, oh, sorry. So you gain a new attack option yeah. that you can use with the attack's action. Correct. So I read that differently. So I thought this was another special action. No, 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 no. So no, you can definitely do that. Then. Yeah. It's just making everything ranged. Yes. Your flurry of blows is ranged. Your normal attack is ranged. You so, have 30-foot range, mm-hmm. and uh, you're just chi-blasting everything. Except that when you gain the extra attack feature, this special attack can be used for only... Uh, Uh-oh. That's not a negative. That's a positive. This special attack... No. Uh, yep. I need reading comprehension <laughs> skills right now. You try to make it a negative. No, because, well, it adds this extra thing, so I assumed it was a condition. Yeah, no. We were getting to those conditions uh-uh. earlier. No, it's not a condition. So when you gain the extra attack it's feature, a go-ahead. this special attack can be used for any of the attacks you make as part of the attack action. Yeah. So, yeah, it's because it was a separate paragraph, I thought it was going to limit no it, condition. but it, it means in your multi-attack, you can now attack twice at ranged. You can now take your ranged flurry of blows. Like, you can just sit back 30 feet away and just... Iron Man repulsor blaster all day long. Fuck yeah. Mm. I love it. I love it. It's great. If I was to make a monk, it would be Way of the Sun Soul. Yeah. I I couldn't make one without making a DBZ character, so. (laughs) Exactly. It's (laughs) one of those. Well, that's what I fucking made me. So, level six, Searing Arc Strike. Sure. You gain the ability to channel your key into Searing Waves of Energy. Immediately after you take the attack action on your turn, you can spend two key points to cast the Burning Hands spell as a bonus action. Eh, this one's the worst. You can spend additional key points to cast Burning Hands as a higher level spell. Which is the same thing as the uh, four, four elements. elements. Yeah. Each additional key point you spend increases the spell level by one. Correct. The maximum number of key points, two plus any additional points, 
that you can spend on the spell equals to half your monk level. Okay, so it's not even as good as the way of the four elements. No, it's one. better. <laughs> it's half your monk level. Way, the way of the four elements is your monk level, right? No. It's the same? Uh, it, it's okay. You say it's better, it's better. No, it's it's better. I like it a lot. Way of the Sun Soul, I think, yeah. is... It, uh, I would never do the Burning mm-hmm. Hands thing. I would just do the 30-foot Kamehameha. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, if I, I mean, if you got into it... And you got a whole bunch of people in clothes. Yeah, it's a cone, uh, right? Burning hands. Yep. Yeah. So then you have Searing foot. Sunburst at 11th level. <laughs> I love you, this. You gain the ability to create an orb of light that erupts into a devastating explosion. I love this because of the number. Fucking as, spirit bomb. As an action, you magically create an orb and hurl it at a point you choose within 150 feet. 150 feet. Yes. <laughs> Where Who's hurling something 150 feet? DMs, uh, you don't make maps bigger than 150 feet. <laughs> apparently a way of the sun so long. Uh, where it erupts into a sphere of radiant light for a brief but deadly instant. It's a monk fireball. Each creature in a 20-foot radius sphere must succeed in a constitution, not dexterity, yeah. saving throw, or take 2d6 radiant damage. Right. Motherfucking spirit bomb. Yeah, it's uh, nice. And then you can pump it up. A creature doesn't need to make the save if the creature is behind total cover that is opaque. Yeah. It's so, the whole, it's the light that damages Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can increase the sphere's damage by spending key points. Each point you spend to a maximum of three... It increases two it by two, two d six. So you can do a maximum of eight six d6. plus the two is eight d six yeah. for four key points, right? One for the original and then three for the extra. Uh, no, it is three just for the three extra. Total. It's three for the extra. So yes. just three total. So for three key points, you're doing eight d six in a forty foot diameter. About the only thing I would bomb. say this has over fireball. Is the fact that it is a constitution save. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I love it. That's it. I love yeah. it, man. That's and pretty it's awesome. 150 feet. Yeah. That's fucking dope. It's anywhere. Just a hurl a grenade. Literally, yeah. ma- DMs. You don't make maps bigger than 150 Nobody feet. Nobody does. No, it's not, that's not a thing. It's the, the ultimate range monk. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's like the only range monk. Well, they can say have the some options range. for Good. it. But. Yeah, well, can say have ranged weapons. Yeah. Yeah. So then you have Sunshield. 17th level, you become wreathed in a luminous magical aura. This is 17. Yeah. You this shed <laughs> you shed bright light in a 30-foot so radius so about to be. and dim light for an additional 30. You can extinguish or restore the light as a bonus action. If a creature hits you with a melee attack while this light shines, you can use your reaction to deal radiant damage to the creature. The radiant damage equals 5 plus your wisdom modifier. Um, Tempest gets this at level 3. <laughs> Really? It's my bug zapper. But you don't get to shine 60 feet of light. And Well, it's an unlimited bug zapper, so it's nice. Oh, that's true. You can only do it a certain number of times, whereas this one is just on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it for Sun Soul. Okay. I dig it. I love it. I do, too. Sun Soul's amazing. You always think it's going to be like a healer thing, Sun Soul. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Yeah. Eh. But I like it a lot. I think it's a great monk. It is... Yeah, I mean, it's definitely ranged. Mm-hmm. But you see, Goku wasn't just shooting Kamehameha's the whole time. <laughs> and he was punching people in the fucking face. There I mean, was no options on there for that. No. That's yeah, just using the base monk stuff. So that's it for Xanathar's Guide. Okay. Uh, qu- uh, quick uh, survey. Best out of Xanathar's or best so far, what do you got? 
and, and up until Tasha's has always throw some weird shit in. So before we go there, what what was your favorite subclass monk? Lucas? Sun. Sun Soul, right? Sun. Same here. Sun Soul. Yeah. Sun Soul. Michael, what's your favorite? Ken Sun Soul. Way, Way of the Four Elements. Way of the Long Death. Oh, come on. Shut up, you stupid <laughs> motherfucker. You're like you and the three other people you're, who bought yeah, Sword exactly. Coast. Exactly. You're like, well, I'm going to support this shit because it's actual canon. I spent money on it, so it's got to so be. Cool. I'm support it. Okay. I will not let them erase us. Sure. I will not that, sure. let them erase the no, thing. I, no, I like the uh, the the base, the open, uh, wave the quivering palm, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Open hand. Open hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the quivering palm. Love it. It's very flavorful. Yeah. Weird 17-day thing. Why not 20-day? Within 17 days. Yeah, why not 20 days? What's the difference between 17 20 and 20 days? days? Yeah. Or why not a month? Well, it's your monk level, so at level twenty it'll be twenty days. Well, nobody wants to give no. Me that. I think it's oh, I, okay. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear that. Well, yeah. you can't get that free extra weekend. You know, that's <laughs> not that, that's not how Nights the contract works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're okay, so, so going on Tasha's. Tasha's has a few, and Who, the first the way, one it's got two. Might be one of the best wizards, like Tasha, Bigby, Mordenkind. What is it? I'm thinking about the the hierarchy of D and D wizardry. Is she better than Mordenkainen? She talks shit about Mordenkainen. She yeah. is. She's pretty fucking. Uh, doesn't her house move around on legs or something? Oh, oh that's Baba Yaga's house. That's yeah. Baba Yaga, like yeah, Baba Yaga. If you motherfuckers don't think there's some crazy shit in the woods when you go in there, oh, I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm so ready for you, motherfuckers. I just, we need to quit talking about Tasha because her sentient teeth are going to come back up. Uh, ah! so from Tasha's we have Way of Mercy. So this is your this is your cleric hybrid. So most yeah. classes have a healer hybrid, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah, sorcerer has one. Warlock has one. Mm-hmm. This is monk's healer yeah. hybrid. They learn to manipulate the life force of others to bring aid to those in need. They are wandering physicians to the poor and hurt. However, to those beyond their help, they bring a swift end as an act of mercy. No, Pa, it's my dog. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) It's my dog, I'll do it. That's my dog! So some might be gentle-voiced healers beloved by their communities, while others might be masked bringers of macabre mercies. Macabre. 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 Are we really? It's not macabre. (laughs) We all macabre. Macabre? I'm going to punch you in the face. Macabre. (laughs) Yeah. All that means is you macabre re- antivirus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a learning opportunity. All that means is you've never heard it said aloud. You've yeah. just read it. I don't know what it means. So. I like reading. <laughs> I, like I thought words. it was macabre. It's really not macabre. It's macabre. No, it's, it's macabre. Mac- it's, well, I'm sorry, no, it's macabre. 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 There's Thank an you. R in there. No, there it's macabre. So it's you just not don't macabre. pronounce the R. No. It's are a silent s- are, R. Are you serious right now? Wait, you telling me there's another word with a silent R, and I'll let this go. It's macabre. There's an R at the end of that. Yes, it's macabre. Like the, <laughs> okay, you're on, adding the you in the R face, Justin. Point. It's macabre. It's not. It's macabre. It's not macabre. It's not yeah. Irish. It's macabre. No, it's not. It's macabre. It's macabre. I, I will. <laughs> I will get on this soapbox. It's macabre. Macabre. Fuck you, Siri. Go fuck yourself. Fuck you, Siri. That's All Google, right. man. All right. Yeah, that's how everybody... <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Implements of Mercy, level three. 
You gain proficiency in the insight and medicine skills, and you gain proficiency with the herbalism kit. Okay, so this is important because insight is wisdom. Oh, I thought you were mm-hmm. going to say because there's an H in herbalism. No. I mean, I'm not British. <laughs> so we're good with that. Herbalism. Whipped. Whip. <laughs> Whip. Whip. And everybody, everybody just suddenly stopped listening. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, you gain insight. And medicine skills. I like those. Yeah. Those are nice. You also gain a special mask, which you often wear when using the features of this subclass. The best thing about the subclass yeah. is the mask. You determine its appearance or generate it randomly by rolling on the merciful mask. There's a, of table. course. There's, there's a, a fucking, fucking table. table. Of course there's a fucking table. Of course there's a table. And what's the last one on the table? Is my favorite one. Butterfly? A fucking butterfly mask. You could straight up silence of the lambs this shit. Yep. I am. So just going over real quick, there's Raven, there's Black and White, there's mm-hmm. Crying Visage, Laughing Visage, laughing visage and yeah. Skull. And then Butterfly. And then Butterfly. <laughs> it just says you, the mask doesn't have any special doesn't properties. Doesn't do shit, no. It's just you get They one. just added a table for nothing. Uh, okay. It's something to wear. Yeah. It's fun. So. <laughs> D&D other, is fun. Other level D&D three. Is. Other level three, you get Hand of Healing. Sure. Your mystical touch can mend wounds. Mm-hmm. As an action, you can spend one key point to touch a creature and restore a number of hit points equal to a roll of your martial arts die plus your wisdom modifier. Fucking gross. Fucking gross. When you use your flurry of blows, you can replace one of the unarmed strikes with a use of this feature without spending a key point for healing. Gross. Gross. So you can... Punch somebody in the face and, and heal then somebody else. tap your cl- uh, your frontline fighter, tank. Your, your tank, and heal them for potentially uh, at Six, the high end, seven. 1d10 plus your wisdom. Sure. High end, 13. All right. Whatever. Fun. Yeah. It, I mean, in, if you're doing it as part of your tack, it's free healing. It's free real estate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Uh, I don't also, like healing, but I like that. Yeah. that also, at level three, you get Hand of Harm. Again, this is at a subclass Ooh. that modifies Flurry of Blows. Yes. That, that is. That, that's a big thing. I feel like Flurry of Blows is the modifiable monk move. It is. Yeah. yeah. So you have Hand of Harm. You use your key to inflict wounds. When you hit a creature with an unarmed strike, you can spend one key point to deal extra necrotic damage equal to one roll of your martial arts die plus your wisdom modifier. You can use this feature only once per turn. Monk Smite. It is Monk Smite. Yeah. Because it's adding another martial arts die. Yeah. Plus your wisdom modifier. For a key. For Monk one smite. key point. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I won't hate on that. No, it's, it's fine. Just, it's just extra damage. And it's necrotic damage, yeah. which is fun. Then you have six. Physician's Touch. You can administer even greater uh, cures with a touch. And if you feel it's necessary, you can use your knowledge to cause harm. When you use Hand of Healing on a creature, you can also end one disease or one of the following conditions affecting the creature. Blinded, deafened, paralyzed, poisoned, or stunned. Okay, so this is important because at this around this level anyway, you can do that to yourself for an action, right? Right. Now you can do it to somebody else. No, uh, so this level, you can do Charmed or Frightened on yourself. Oh, I thought Poison too was a thing. I think that's higher. Oh, okay. My bad. Well, it's nice to be able to do that. That's great. Super conditional, but it's nice to have. Canceling out conditions on your teammates is all, like... Oh, that's, yeah, that's No one's going to scoff at that. No, exactly. Those are great. Yeah, level 10 is the base monk uh, disease or poison. Okay, and that's only to yourself. Yes. It's the diamond soul or whatever. Yeah, 
But level six, you can do it to another creature. Okay. Uh, when you use Hand of Harm on a creature, you can subject that creature to the poison condition until the end of your next turn. That's also part of Physician's Touch. So I get the idea of like a, I mean, I know one of the masks is like a raven, but I get like the picture they used in here. I get the whole like... Uh, plague Doctor? Plague Doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get that feel. I dig it. It's a good, it's a good flavor. I do like that's another one that modifies Flurry of Blows. So mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. use your hand of harm on your Flurry of Blow, you just make them poisoned for uh, a turn. And you can use the other attack of Flurry of Blows to heal a teammate. Yep. So now you can use both Flurry of Blows to do some weird ass modifying shit. Right. Dig it. Any kind of modification to an already ability that you're going to use anyway, I'm all for. You in trouble? No, I was double checking because that poison is a big thing. It is. Poison condition, which yes. is different than poison damage. Yes. Poison condition is you can't. It, it reduces your movement by half. Nope. 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 So, so as part of the physician's touch, if you apply, if you use your hand of harm, you apply the poison condition. There's no saving throw no. for it. Yeah, they're just poisoned. And they have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the end of your next turn oh cool i like that okay and there's no save or nothing like there is just no poisoned. save they're just poisoned that that is huge that is huge right yeah very plus you have a butterfly mask which is <laughs> <laughs> always important yes. yeah you i like that there's a table for that look like so a dumb. splicer from <laughs> fucking uh bioshock, BioShock. Yeah. i can see that level 11 Flur- so you have you already have flur- uh, flurry of blows now at then level you can 11. Modify with, but now you have flurry of healing and harm. You can now meet out a flurry of comfort and hurt. You can use your flurry of blows, or when you use your flurry of, flurry of blows, which is one key. You can now replace each of the unarmed strikes with a use of your hand of healing without spending key points for the healing. Mm-hmm. In addition. When you make an unarmed strike with Flurry of Blows, you can use Hand of Harm with that strike without spending a key point. So I got a little ahead of myself. This is what I literally just said like a second ago Yeah, you could do. Right. You can still use Hand of Harm only once per turn. Correct. So, yeah, now it says you can do what you were talking about. Each. Yes. Yes. It's nice. And then level 17, Hand of Ultimate Mercy. Ooh. This is. This sounds ominous. Yeah, this is good, actually. This is really good. Your mastery of life energy opens the door to the ultimate mercy. As an action, you can touch the corpse of a creature that died within the last 24 hours and spend five key points. The creature then returns to life, regaining a number of hit points equal to 4d10 plus your wisdom modifier. If the creature died while subject to any of the following conditions, it revives with them removed. Blinded, deafened, paralyzed, mm-hmm, poisoned, mm-hmm, and stunned. Mm-hmm. Once you use this feature, you can't use it again until you finish a long rest. Hey, Lucas, quick question. Um, how do you get your key points back? By short rest. Okay, how long is a short rest? An hour. Okay, how long does that say you have to bring somebody back from the 24 day? hours. So that means you can use all your key points during a battle, every single last one of them. One of your teammates dies. You just sit down and relax for an hour, and you can bring him back for, what's the cost? Five Nothing. key points. Not a goddamn coin. Boom! No, no material components. No diamonds, no nothing. No nothing. Here you go. Stand up, bud. You're good to go. That is insane. That is that's that nice. That's really nice. That is a great capstone ability. 
level seven. For but Green sure. is level seventeen, and, and you got it. Your people have to die, so there's a conditional mm-hmm. to that level seventeen. But in terms of like, oh, party now saves, we're now we're not worrying about conditionals. Well, I mean, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Bringing somebody back from the dead is daunting. No, it is. It's a a lot of people say in D and D, or in, especially in fifth edition, that you know death isn't uh, that big of a thing. But if you don't have the right party makeup for it, yeah, it can be you it have be just hell. become your reviver, yeah, and right, exactly. Healer. But being able to say twenty four hours, like this, would be a shit ability if they're like you have five minutes. You know yes. what I mean? Okay, so I have to save key points. But when it's twenty four hours, it's like oh, I can still use every we'll single one of my key points, get him back, and then take another short rest because short rests are a plenty, right? And it like nothing ever happened. Welcome back. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Plus a butterfly mask. Yep. And that's it for that's it. That's it for Way of Mercy. Yeah. Last one. Last one. My favorite in Taja's. Yeah. Way of the Astral Self. Okay. And I will just read because I really like Tasha's note on this. Note to self: create a spell that lets you throat punch people with your ghost. <laughs> <laughs> A monk who follows the way of the astral self believes their body is an illusion. Uh, They see their key as a representation of their true form, an astral self. Love it. This astral self has the uh, capacity to be a force of order or disorder. Uh, And basically you train your... uh, They use their power to protect the weak and others instructing aspirants in how to manifest their true selves in service to the mighty. Sure. So basically you manifest a ghost. That punches people. Piece by piece. Yes, piece, yes. By, piece by piece. Yeah. <laughs> so level three, arms of the astral self. Right. Your mastery of your key allows you to summon a portion of your astral self. As a bonus action, you can spend one key point to summon the arms of your astral self. When you do so, each creature of your choice that you can see within 10 feet must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take force damage equal to two rolls of your martial arts die. This is a blast from... Calling forth your arms. Yeah. This isn't yeah. actually your arms pain. doing. Yeah, doing anything. It's just this is just manifesting they, them. Yeah, they came into being, and everyone around you everyone takes around. damage. For ten minutes, these spectral arms hover near your shoulders or surrounding your arms. Your choice. Yeah, you determine the arms' appearance, and they vanish early if you are incapacitated or die. Could you please read now the little box up to the right on the next page? The forms. Correct. The astral self is a translucent embodiment of the monk's soul. As a result, an astral self can reflect aspects of a monk's background, ideals, flaws, and bonds. And an astral self doesn't necessarily look anything like the monk. Uh, For example, it can make a lanky human might be reminiscent of a minotaur, the strength of which the monk feels within. Similarly, an orc monk might manifest uh, gossamer arms and a delicate visage representing the gentle beauty of the orc's soul. Each one is unique. Some of the uh, monks of this monastic tradition are known more for the appearance of their astral self than for their physical appearance. I fucking love that flavor. Right. That is so cool. I really dig that. That you can have like a, a, a small halfling, but his astral projection arms are that of an orc. Right. Is this you new know? to you? No. Okay. Wait, what? We have no JoJo fans here. I see. <laughs> no, is that a thing? I've, I've yes. never watched JoJo oh. or whatever. That's new to me. Yeah, JoJo. Uh, yeah, stands. This is pretty much what stands are. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah. No. Uh, embodiments of their soul. They each have unique appearances and abilities. Yeah, cartoons are cool. 
<laughs> so as part of the arms of the astral self, uh, while your arms are present, you can use your wisdom modifier in place of your strength modifier when making strength checks and saving throws. Okay. So if your strength is your dump stat, you can use your wisdom instead. Well, here's the great thing about this. So the big thing about Monk is it has decks, right? Is that a lot of things, all your Monk weapons can use decks, this can use decks, this can use decks. This is the only subclass that's like, oh, you can now use wisdom for your unarmed strikes. So which means your decks can be I mean, it doesn't have to be your highest stat. You can make wisdom, because you don't get a lot of ASIs as a monk. You can make wisdom your highest stat. Right. You don't have to split stat at all. Well, this isn't uh, this isn't for damage. This is just for checks. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, you will be. Yeah, when you make checks for saving throws. <laughs> I got a little ahead of myself. Okay, okay. Quit spoiling shit. My bad. Right. Uh, you can use the spectral arms to make unarmed strikes. Yeah. When you make an unarmed strike with the arms on your turn, your reach is for it is five feet greater than normal, so ten foot. Your unarmed strikes are reach. Yes. Uh, that's what reach. Uh, so, new people out there, uh, some weapons have the reach feature, which means that their uh, melee attack range is ten feet instead of five. Which now your your ghost arms do. Yes, go out to ten feet. Uh, the unarmed strikes you make with the arms can use your wisdom modifier in place of your strength or dexterity modifier for the attack and damage rolls, and their damage type is force. So this is what you were just talking yes. about. So what you could do, and what you should do to get the most out of your AC, uh, if you want to, to get the most out of AC for your monk, is have dex your top, wisdom your second. Uh, I think for the astral projection monk, you want the opposite. Wisdom highest, deck second. You could, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you very much could. Uh, so that's it for level three. Level six, visage of the astral self. Visage is mask. Face. Helmet. Face. Right. You can summon the visage of your astral self as a bonus action or as part of the bonus action you take to activate the arms. You can spend one key point to summon this visage for 10 minutes. It vanishes... <laughs> right? Yeah. It I like how it's piece by piece. Yeah. It vanishes early if you are incapacitated or die. Okay. So you have arms and now you have face. Yes. The spectral visage covers your face like a helmet or a mask. You determine its appearance. See, I don't I don't like that part because before it says the, the spectral arms, either they cover your arms or they come out of your arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one says it covers your face. Correct, yeah. So... Uh, Replacing your face. Yeah. While the spectral visage is present, you gain the following benefits. For a good reason why it covers your face. Astral sight. You can see normally in darkness, both magical and non-magical, to a distance of 120 feet. Better than the shadow monk. Way of the shadow wishes <laughs> it had this for its darkness spell. Absolutely. Wisdom of the spirit. You gain advantage on wisdom, insight, and charisma intimidation checks. Eh. That's, I mean, that's eh. role play stuff. Yeah, it's flavor. Yeah. It's not flavor. It's role play. Sure. Uh, word of the spirit. When you speak, you can dis, uh, you can direct your words to a creature of your choice that is you can see within 60 feet of you. Wait, what level is that intimidation and insight? Six. And what level does Monk get proficient with all saving throws? Way later. Way later, right? Yes. And these are checks versus saving throws. Yes. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. That's nice. That's all right. Yeah. That's good. So I like that. Any uh, any creature of your choice within 60 feet of you that you can see. Ghost arms make, and face is pretty intimidating. Yeah, making it so only that creature can hear you. Basically, you can talk to them 60 feet away as long as you can see them and only they can hear you. Alternatively, 
you can amplify your voice that all creatures within 600 feet can hear you. It's a weird thaumaturgy telepathy. Right. It's like telepathy, thaumaturgy mixed into one. Yes. It's strange. Yeah. So now you, so you get your face and arms, and now we come to body of the astral self. Yeah. When you have, this is getting ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> when We're at fucking four hours yeah. now. When you have Our powers combined. Yeah, yeah. When you have both your astral arms and visage summoned, you can sum, cause the body of your astral self to appear. No action required. So basically, when you do the other two, this one comes out too. This spectral yeah. body covers your physical form like a suit of armor, connecting with the arms and visage. You determine its appearance. Sure. So with these, you get deflect energy. When you take acid, cold, fire, force, lightning, or thunder damage, you can use your reaction to deflect it. When you do so, the damage you take is reduced by 1d10 plus your wisdom modifier. So not only missiles now, now any attack. That deals elemental damage. Yes. Empowered arms. Once on each of your turns, when you hit a target with the arms of the astral self, you can deal extra damage to the target equal to your martial arts die. So not only you, I mean, smite. You, yeah, monk you're, you're getting an extra monk spite. Yeah, that's it for the body. Okay, seventeen capstone for the subclass. Yeah, awakened astral self. Your connection to your astral self is complete. Following you to un, uh, uh, no, allowing you, yeah, allowing you to unleash its full potential. Sure. As a bonus action, you can spend five key points to summon the arms, visage, and body of your astral self and awaken it for ten minutes. Yada yada. So yada. powered up, yes. powered up everything. So yeah. armor of the spirit, you We've gain, you gain a plus two bonus to armor class. <sighs> you get a shield. Yes, and then you get astral <laughs> barrage. Whenever you use the extra attack feature to uh, to attack twice, you can instead attack three times if all <sighs> of them are made with your astral arms. I get it. I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. Yeah. You get three attacks. Three attacks. Yeah. As long as you're attacking with you. What I would like to see is an astral monk um, reminiscent of Metallica's one. Some guy who's missing his arms and legs, who's being like wheeled around in a cart and has got the ability to like astral project his arms and then his head and then like an entire body. There's a uh, a family guy. It's like a recurring thing. Mind quad. (laughs) The mind uh, so, quad, yeah. Mind quad. Thing? Yeah, he's a quad. Like, he has uh, arms and legs amputated, but he can still do things with his mind. Oh, that's funny. So, yeah, that's that's an interesting take on it. But no, that is very, you know, go check you, out you, JoJo. You, you, that yeah, is straight what very, JoJo uh, is. Macabre with that. Macabre. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> no, well, that, that's Monk. That is Monk. That's that all of them. That is Monk. Thank you for sticking around. It's a, been a long one. Class breakdowns are always a interesting talk. We have um, a lot of a lot of subclasses. When you when you when you're talking about three books, it gets a little lengthy. But rather than splitting it up between a bunch of podcasts, thank you very much for spending um, two, two plus hours here. I appreciate it. Lucas hates you, but I <laughs> I love you. You're you're good. Eh, I think it's he hates the rest of us. Yeah. But stay He's tuned. Tired. Next week we He's- have a returning segment of our uh, uh, character creation breakdown. Which is? Which is cleric, low level. That's right. Irreparable God. Uh, new a, subclasses. A, a what? Irreparable. Irreputable. <laughs> a, just just di- a non. Disreputable. Right. Disreputable. What you consider be a non-liked God. Yeah. Right. Non-lawful sure. good. Right. So stick around for that. And we'll also have new segments coming up out lately. Uh, thank you. Everybody who's stuck around for season two, Lucas, any words of uh, parting wisdom? When you're making a monk, 
you want to think about the different ways that you're going to be encountering the the world around you. It's more than just how are you fighting people. How is your monastic order involved in the world? What are you doing in oh, your day to day? Yeah. How like how that. does your order? How does it exist? Right. Exactly. That's a big thing. You know, a lot of a lot of people when they make a monk, I believe they make it for the mechanical reasons. I want you to think about how your order interacts with the world, magic, yeah, nature, that different type of thing. Yeah. Even monks, other people, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. Are monks, there a lot of people in the same monastic tradition? Are yeah. you clandestine? Are you well known? Mm-hmm. That type of thing. Monks, are you Wu Tang or Shaolin? You can. You <sighs> can forever. be. You can be anything in the group. You are one of those rare classes that you can be what you want to be. So think about that a lot. Take a lot into, you know, how you interact with the world around you, as with every class, but monks specifically, you should be very calm and serene. I think there's not a lot of, you know, hmm, you okay. and the barbarian, you and the barbarian have different views upon life, I think. Two sides of the same coin. Two sides of the mm-hmm. same coin, I think. I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I think monks are very complicated. Monks I, are very common. yeah they can mm-hmm. be yeah yes I think it takes a uh, skilled person to be like I'm going to tackle this like I I don't recommend monks for beginner players mm. I would I mean if you really? feel yeah I mean if you're starting off first level they could be someone who's who's a uh, who was training at the temple and they're learning their way throughout the campaign as you go on yeah. so it could be something that you you learn to put your character into hmm. eventually is that, you know, you gain training throughout the campaign as you go yeah. on, you kind of start learning the more of the, the traditions and everything as you're leveling up. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I would say beginner player definitely could. Tackle, oh wow. Yeah. No, I'd say monk is the evolution of a fighter. It def- it, it is very you know much I mean? an evolution of fighter. Yeah. Yeah. I would say if you're a beginner player, play a fighter, if you want Marshall and then, uh, your next character, play a monk. Like you it's the, it's the it's the continuation mm-hmm. of fighter, but it's, it's good. It's got more to think about, and I would say that a lot of this, a lot of the flavor, and a lot of the way people think about it is, I'm gonna make a, you know, I'm gonna make a Shaolin monk. I'm gonna make my kung fu guy. Sure. Uh, don't get stuck on that. Like I said, you can turn away the kensei into a uh, templar. You can uh, a templar that's less yeah. a knight and more about the monastic order. Uh, you can make, and there's there's various cultures that have very similar things around the world you can do you can fit it into a lot of different things and then at the end of the day if if you want to make your version of a jojo character astral self's your your go-to there i've never seen jojo but i'll take your i'll take your word on that that's fun so uh real quick lucas favorite monk subclass way of the open hand really yes traditional change it yes (laughs) i like it michael uh long death um (laughs) <laughs> Shut the fuck up! I'll fucking stab you with a pencil. No, no. The, uh, I would say the 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 two new ones, the Mercy and the Astral Self, I like. Okay. Uh, I, I I could see myself playing either one of those two not coming up. Okay. The Astral Self's going to be probably a joke character. Oh really? Uh, but the way the Mercy, I could see that being a longer term one. Okay. Me personally, Astral. Like I think mm-hmm. it's the best subclass there is. I I, I like the uh, body part building kind of concept. I think it lends so much. itself to a. Uh, a very flavorful character, any character. I mean, you just you just make up anything, and then there that just the subclass itself adds the flavor. Mm. So it's great. 
I love it. Here's the thing with being a monk. If you want to fuck with your DM's world, make a monk. I'm sorry. As as someone who's been a DM multiple times, when someone says, I'm going to play a monk, I'm instantly, my thought is, fuck. I'm telling you, I've done it multiple times. It's 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 one of those. It's a different like you know you the, you know a wizard has the ability to. Fuck that's you right. Up. That's you know that, so you plan yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the the yeah. um, pitfall is you're like oh monk. It's just you know it's fighter. You know they're they're not no. going to alter reality. You're wrong. No, the monk's <laughs> so wrong. The monk's not going to alter reality. However, the chase that you. St- Spent two weeks setting up. The monk is going to <laughs> be right there, ends. or that meet cute between your big bad evil guy and yes. your party, and then suddenly the monk comes charging at you, like, "Oh, okay, I gotta get away from here." And suddenly your monk is like, "Oh, you aren't going anywhere." No, no I'm <laughs> you think to... you're in here with me. He yeah. ends. He ends any problem yeah. that you think, like yeah. whatever problem you think you have for the yeah. party, he solves it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so that's the problem. The big bad guy is going to meet you in his sanctum, but there's going to be a wall of glass splitting <laughs> right. it in half, and he's going to be behind <laughs> it. So, Absolutely. So the monk's going to run at him and smack into the wall and go, yeah. ah, I can't chase him. Son of a biscuit. So, and then the sh- you know, the way of the shadow is just going to go yeah. through the shadows and turn up behind him. Quick sentence, final thought about monks. I think I, I think how I, that's how I want to end these uh, okay. uh, round of fire is quick like a one sentence one like one two sentence monk finale. Uh, if you are worried about um, not having a very deep character, monk will make that character for you. Yep, Michael gives you a lot to think about. Yeah, uh, pick which one of the thirty six chambers you're coming from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for me, with you thinking about monk is, I want to I want to be able to be a ninja, but also be sincere. Yeah, that's what a monk is like. You're you're our, it crosses you, a lot of boundaries, right? You yeah you can yeah. you can check off a lot of boxes. It's a lot of boxes with with monk. That's yeah. one with D and D. That is a, that's a real thing. Is how many boxes can I check off? Which is why I think it's not very beginner friendly. Because it makes you think about a lot of different yeah. things. So if you can, as a new player, if you can handle a lot of a lot of mental checklists, monk will be great for you. Sure. So that's something that's something to think about for our new players. If you can handle a lot of mental checklists, monk will be great for you. But if you wanna if you wanna keep it kind of in a small box of checklists, it, this might not be the class for you to begin with. Yeah, just yeah. open handed, play yourself as open-handed. the silent protagonist. Yeah. Is, well, thank you very much, everybody, sticking around. This has been a great podcast. We've been talking about monks for way too long. <laughs> uh, we've got our final thoughts. Next podcast coming up is our character creation challenge. Stay tuned a few days after this one lands. And uh, tune in every Monday night, uh, 6.30-ish. Uh, really 7. 7. 7 for our seven. yeah twitch.tv yeah. slash the negotiators. All one word. Yeah. And follow us on Twitter at FantasyCG. We really appreciate you guys coming and hanging out. Thanks for being a part of this great, you know, game that we all play. And uh, we just appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. Michael, any parting words? Wu-Tang is for the children. Shut the fuck Wu-Tang up! Wu-Tang is for the goddamn children. One division, one, one division. <laughs> Y'all have a great week. This Take has been care. Lucas. Justin. Michael. Have a good one.
Scoutmaster's mom owned a ranch in Louisiana. Yeah. And we went out there, and I think one of the few times we went out there, uh, she was telling us all about how one corner of her property, like she owns a shitload of property. Apparently the DEA busted a whole bunch of teenagers Picking shrooms. On her property because they were cultivating it in like a corner she never went to. Mm-hmm. And she's like, boy, apparently they be, they go out and they get these shrooms and they make a tea out of it and they just go and have, you know, like, like a vision quest or something like that. It's uh, nice. And man. as soon as the scoutmaster like left the room, she looks to me and her grandson Lance uh, and a couple other guys. She's like, tell you what, boys, next time you come out here, we're going to get some shrooms and try some of this tea. Yeah. What the fuck, I was woman? like, Nana, Nana, you tell you what. Yes. 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 Yeah. You're like a hundred years old. I abs- you make amazing rum cake. Yeah. As long as you have rum cake and mushroom tea, I will be there. I am Absolutely. a thorough fucking believer that once you reach eighty years old, you, you should be able to allowed to be doing whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. You I think just, you should be able to do as long as you don't fuck- drive. Right. Right. As long as you're not a danger to the public, like you should be able to fucking just like be well, fucked I mean, out that's of your just mind. In general, once you hit eighty, you shouldn't be driving anyway. I yeah. I am a <laughs> believer in that fucking law too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Once you reach eighty five, Uber. You sh- right, like Uber, Uber should, should be free be, for you. Should be it should, free. It should be free for you. I'll like, pay an extra dollar every Uber trip I take to keep you the fuck off the to pay roads. for old people's Uber. <laughs> yes, that absolutely. They, Uber. Do you want to run that. for government? Yeah. Do you want to run for fucking government? Yeah. Just like, I think so. Shrooms for everyone. I got for the I got shit to do in here in about yeah. thirty minutes. Yeah. Okay. So well, it's gonna be longer than thirty. Yeah. We'll we'll try and knock it out. Yeah, we can. Uh, so we have that was the player handbook. 